Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Wow, we're getting a good start tonight. I'm already late by six minutes getting started. That's my own fault. I sat here going real slow. But that's okay. We're working on it. So I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get this party started. Hold on a second. Fuck. There. Now, let's see if we can't do this without having to listen to myself in the background. You're kidding me. Oh, that's better. I thought for a second there, my, lap, my clip computer was going to be a real low-brow platform-eating... Oh, never mind. <clears throat> so let's see if we can't do this the old-fashioned way. Come on, here we go. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Wait for it. Wait for it. Welcome to Firefox News Online. America. Oh, hang on a second, folks. This stupid shit. I always have to. I always have to set the volume on these stupid controls. On the lap, on the on the sound card itself. Why? Because. It resets every time I clean the son of a bitch. All right. Let's try that again, shall we? Welcome to Firefox News Online, America's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules are very simple. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated at any time. If you commit to these acts... You will be removed from the chat room. And if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. Also, bear in mind that this is a roundtable discussion format. So please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of the host and those who call in and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. The use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, and education. Firefox News Online Productions and its news division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. And now, on with tonight's broadcast.
pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. The Government Accountability Office determined that President Donald Trump broke the law when he withheld the money from Ukraine. Hmm. Well, wait a minute now. Hold the phone. Back up the bus, Gus. Barack Obama had broken the law, according to the Government Accountability Office on numerous occasions. So how is it relevant with Trump and irrelevant with Obama? Let's see if we can figure this one out, shall we? Tonight's talking points. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. Seems the media is salivating over a bunch of stuff that, quite frankly, hasn't got a whole lot of bite to it. The first thing being this Parnass business. Um, yeah, not a real smoking gun there. So, Parnass is bullshit. Okay, now, they're also salivating over this business with the Government Accountability Office, where they say that President Trump violated the law when he withheld the money from Ukraine. Well, let's see. Uh, like I said, Barack Obama had been found in violation of the law on numerous occasions by the Government Accountability Office. But the Government Accountability Office is, in fact, part of the legislative branch. So they are siding with the Democrats. Yes, folks, that's right. They are siding with the Democrats. Whoopsie-doopsie, baby. (laughs) Something's wrong with this picture, huh, folks? Well, of course, they're going to side with the Democrats. They're part of the legislative branch. So how many Obamites are in the damn accountability office? Well, let me see. Uh, Maybe all of them? See, problems like this, and it's a problem, happen when you've got people who hate this president doing all this accountability shit. So why is the media salivating over this? Because it works against President Trump. That's why. Oh, my God, he's in violation of the law, according to the GAO. Hmm, we have to run with this. We have to make it sound worse than it is. Why do we do this? Because we hate Trump. The Democrats hate Trump, so we have to go with it. That's the mentality of the media on the left. They don't give a shit whether it's true, false, or in between. The simple fact is, Every time Barack Obama did something that was found in violation of the law, according to the GAO, was anything done about it? Nope. Was anyone going to do anything about it? Nope. So, let's see. It's going from, like, uh, like Laura Ingram's uh little banner a moment ago, because I'm recording this at approximately 10.39 p.m., it said, 
hope and change turned into revenge and pain. Yes, their revenge, and it becomes a pain for us. Oh, trust me, America, we are seeing such stupidity on the part of the Democrats and the left that they're willing to do and say anything. We know that. Yes, it goes from hope and change for the Democrats to revenge and pain. <sighs> now, overall, the Democrats' agenda is going to hurt America overall. Period. Exclamation point. No doubt in my mind. The Democrats don't want to even hear that. They don't care. It's a no-brainer, okay? It truly is a no-brainer. If they think for one minute, if they truly think for one minute that they're going to defeat Donald Trump with all this bullshit, well, they're nuttier than a fruitcake. So go figure, right? Look, folks, the more they try, the more they fail. And we know that. I mean, let's look at the bottom line here. The Democrats will even go after our basic freedoms because it's not, it's not politically correct to have freedoms. So all this stuff with the GAO, Parnas, our rights, you get a general idea of how this shit's going to go if the Democrats win the Oval Office. Just look at the eight years Obama held the office of presidency hostage. It's a big indicator right there, folks. I'm telling you, big indicator. So let's look at all of this insanity in one sitting tonight, as far as my talking points are concerned. They hate Trump. We get that. So by hating Trump, here's what they are trying to do. They impeached him in the Congress. Wow. Now they're trying to control the narrative in the Senate, as far as the trial goes. Not happening. They hope to destroy President Trump with a government accountability office statement. He violated the law. Oh, wait a second. That's not going to work either. You know why? Because Barack Obama, as I said, was found in violation of the law, too. And he wasn't even, in my opinion, a legitimate president. He was a joke. So, there you go. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Take tonight's broadcast all over the globe on social media right now. And with that having been said, as always, it is now time for the rest of the story. God help us all. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's terrible. The Democrats are so desperate to get their way. Oh. That they're willing to do anything. We, we know this already, don't we, folks? Hello and welcome <clears throat> to Firefox News Online. The Thursday night edition brought to you by Insanity Inc. That's right, folks. Insanity Inc. When you need a break from it all, and you need that rest and recreation... We all just really want. Don't just take a vacation. Go to the place 
where if you're having trouble sleeping, no problem. Just, <laughs> just remember, Thorzine is provided at no additional cost. Your health insurance will cover it. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, well, um, let's see. Yes, you'll get that nice restful sleep because, just think about this, folks. The entire room, luxuriously padded for your protection. I mean for your restful slumber. Be sure to contact Insanity, Inc. by calling 1-900-I-AM-NUTS. That's 1-900-I-AM-NUTS. Yes, Insanity, Inc., the place to go when you've lost it all. Now, I haven't used that little spoof in a long time. Figure I'd throw that in there just for shits and giggles. So, there you have that. I see Gunslinger is in the chat room. Good to see you, Gun. Of course, if you'd like to join the party, join the conversation, even though there's no one on the phone lines yet, <laughs> all you got to do is dial them digits, 347-945-5747. Yeah. Well, let me say that number again so this way there's no misunderstanding of it. 347 945 Five seven four seven. Now, let's see. How did it go again? Oh, yes. The Democrats, right up to the moment they were to bring the articles of impeachment to the from the Congress to the Senate, we're still trying a bunch of Hail Marys. Um, yeah, about that, Democrats, uh, let me put your mind at ease on this. Okay? It didn't work. It's not going to work. Uh, pardon me, ladies and gentlemen, while I take my, uh, I just happen to look at the clock, and it's time for me to take that all-important member of the penicillin family, amoxicillin. Yeah, I recently had two teeth pulled, so I got, I'm, I'm on amoxicillin. So, I am currently behind schedule. Yeah. I mean, 
now they're they're now the government accountability office wants to you know run with the gambit. President Trump violated the law when he withheld the money from Ukraine. This from the government accountability office. Um GAO, that all-important government accountability office, is part of the fucking legislative branch, and who controls the Congress on the legislative side? Do, 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 do. It's the Democrats. No surprise there, right? No surprise, my friends. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I could be wrong. Joining me on the broadcast, as always, loyal listener of the last 11 years, and a good guy all the way around, my buddy Gunslinger. So, Gun, is it just my imagination, or are the Democrats so desperate to get a Hail Mary in, that they're forgetting the basic tenets and premise of a impeachment trial and how that works by coming out with all this new stuff. Well, of course they are. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're desperate, okay, because they know that they're too so-called articles of, of impeachment not going to hold water like a, like a wet uh, bag made out of toilet paper. Okay, <clears throat> It's not going to hold water at all. And this goes to show you how stupid these are. Remember what I've always said. How much more stupider can you get? In their case, man, that hole is getting real deep. Pretty soon, them some bitches are going to pop out down there in China. Okay? Because they're going to dig right through the fucking earth. They've gone so low. At that point, I don't know where you're going to go. But <laughs> this you talk about the, 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 the three-ring circus has gone into a four-ring, five-ring, eight-ring, ten, fifteen, and it's growing. Okay, every time they pull some of this shit, add another ring to it, you know, add some more clowns to it, because that's what they're doing. They're nothing but a bunch of clowns. Okay? Trying desperately to, well, I'm 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 kind of speechless now. What are they trying to do? Because they've done everything they can. Okay, they don't have nothing up their sleeve. Unlike, unlike Trump has a bunch of things up his sleeve. I think it's fixing to be unleashed here pretty soon. But I've never seen I've never seen anything like this my entire life. Okay, this is really fantastic. Good. You know, I never thought in my lifetime I would see uh, something so incredibly insane, so remarkably off the wall as this. And I don't know, maybe it's just me, but 
I get the impression that the this Democratic Party has gone completely not just off the rails, but let's face the reality here. They've taken this to a whole new level. They've taken politics to an entirely new level. They have introduced a level of mental illness, the likes of which no one could have ever predicted. I mean, when they flip-flop, for example, one could say they might be suffering from dual personality disorder. Not a far-fetched idea. Not too outside the realm of possibility. I mean, look at, look at Jerry Nadler. When he was a fat fucking porker back in the Clinton days, and yes, he was a big boy. He, he, he Glad to see he learned how to push away from the table more than once. When it came to impeachment, he said the exact opposite of what he's saying today. Hmm. So if it's one of your own, you'll, 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 what? Say that impeachment is the wrong thing to do, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Right. If it's a Democrat, God defend that Democratic president to the hills. If it's a Republican president, regardless of whether it's Trump or anyone else, we got to nail this motherfucker. Balls to the walls, boys. Sound like a fair analogy there, Gunslinger? Well, you know, so just like uh, full steam ahead. You know, they're 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 going desperately into nothingness. Okay, and they have been going desperately into nothingness. You ought to see the, the, the shit-licking grin on Pelosi's face when she was signing those things with those pens. Even their own fellow Democrats have came out and said how stupid of a move that was. That should tell you something. But you, you should see the evil grin that's on her, that's on her Botex, Botox face. Okay? I mean, you're going I'm, – I'm surprised there isn't two horned devils standing right next to her. Really? That's how evil that that witch looked. Go ahead. No. You won't get any argument out of me on that one. I mean, I saw the I saw the table that that had all of those pens sitting there. And every single pen had her signature on it. Every single pen was a Nancy Pelosi pen. And after she signed the two articles of impeachment, or as I like to refer to them as, two articles of a bad joke, she started handing those pens out to everybody like a fucking door prize. Here you go. Here you go, Maxine. Here's, your, here's, a, here's a souvenir pen for you for voting to impeach this son of a bitch. Yeah. That's all those pens are good. And you know what? 
they probably they're like this like the old prune that handed them out. They'll probably dry up soon. You know what I'm saying? They'll probably oh, sure dry they, the fuck up. Yeah, I'm sure they if they have it already dried up, you know how cheap they are. They're gonna get the cheapest ones. But that makes you think when she hands out all these pins, doesn't President Trump hand out pins when he says signs executive orders? What does she think she's president? <laughs> kind of put that one two and two together, okay? Oh, she wish she was. There ain't no doubt about that. You know that um, in that power structure. So, but the, the but the look on that on that witch's face is, I wish I could find a picture of it, and take a picture of it, and say, evil starts there, and it does. Good. Well, I'm sure someone can create a meme for it. In fact, I think I could create a meme, get find one of those sourpuss pictures of Nancy Pelosi, and then create a meme with those words. Yeah. If you're wondering what that sound is, folks, I got a scratch. I got a. I got a itch on my back that wouldn't leave me alone, and that's my back scratcher scratching the. Back, where, where it's hitting the my, the back of my shirt. Ugh, I hate when this happens. Every time I get I get on the air, something has to happen. You know where you're, where I'm basically fighting with the computer, or I'm fighting with my own damn body. Boy, I tell you, never fails. Oh, well. Could be worse, I suppose. Uh, just like a while ago, I was fighting with a damn Democratic fly. Eventually, the fly lost via the fly swatter. Little bastard. They even confused. Well, 78 degrees, uh, yeah, 78 degrees yesterday. I'd be a little confused, too. Well, I'd be confused if I was a Democrat anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be confused because I wouldn't be a Democrat. The Democrats are confused. Wow. I can't believe the media is still talking about Epstein. Oh, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, you heard the latest... Wow. You even got a video on it. Uh, yeah, homicide theory. But that's what I was saying a long time ago. He was murdered. But nobody wanted to listen to me. Oh, no, he he he, he wasn't killed. He, was, he hung himself. This is from the Daily Mail. Is that the one you're looking at? No, I'm looking at it on Fox News. Uh, Shannon Bream. Listen here, he's got a video of the, uh, what do you call those people when they operate on you, or the... Um, pathologist. Yeah, pathologist, yeah. The the head, or the pathologist that was there, now they got uh, uh, evidence now that something in the eyelids or something when you are, when you're strangled, the blood caterpillaries it's, or whatever they are. It's called tiki eye or something like that. Yeah, it, it, it shows it shows it on the video here, and whoa, <laughs> I 
Hmm, interesting. I'll put the link in the chat room. You can look at it whenever you want to. Yeah, no, I, I saw the video over that. And, and, and yeah, um, what's his name? Hold on a second here. i got to wind it back to to get the name of this uh, this uh, doctor. Uh, Dr. Michael Baden, former New York City chief medical examiner, uh, is suggest, suggests that Epstein did not kill himself, and he's the one that talked about a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the. He pointed out a lot of shit regarding Epstein's body, and you, have you seen the pictures of what was used to allegedly hang himself with? Yeah. <laughs> Right, strips from a sh- they don't even match the 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 strangulation the, 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 where the where the bruising is around the neck and all that shit. Those sheet strips are too big for that thin that, that thin uh, posturing around the neck. So he was strangled. Oh yeah. He was fucking strangled. So, all this bullshit about him being, about him hanging himself, just got hung out to dry by a by a by a former chief medical examiner. Okay, a man with decades of experience. Well, what can I tell you? Think people start listening to me when I tell them something? Hmm. Oh, sorry, Mark. I, I was I was looking at something. Uh, did not know you were there. My apologies, sir. Got Mark. I'm just driving home from my show. Yeah, man, just driving home from my show, listening in. I didn't get to watch a lot of news today. I was buried at radio station stuff all day, and then I had a show tonight. So uh, I was just listening in, trying to get caught up on what the hell's going on today. Well, let me put it to you like this. Seems the... uh, Seems the... Nice people over at the Congress are going to sit there and try and pull multiple Hail Marys. The latest thing, because the Government Accountability Office is part of the legislative branch, and who do they work with? The Congress, I believe. The legislative branch, right? Well, it seems that the GAO is 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 saying that Trump did violate the law when he held the money from Ukraine. Funny. They want to bitch and moan about him, about and 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 raise and 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 raise up this wonderful report from the GAO. Wait a minute. Let's back up the bus. 
hit the brakes, <laughs> put it in reverse. Okay. When Barack Obama held the presidency hostage for eight years, he violated the law when it came to Obamacare on multiple occasions. And that was determined by, guess who? The Government Accountability Office. So, Barack Obama, the golden child of the Democrats at the time, got away with violating the law on multiple occasions, determined by the GAO as such, but he was given a pass. Not happening with orange man bad, to use a anti-Trump vernacular. I want my I want my liberal listeners to understand that yes, I'm making fun of your tongue wagging little OMB bullshit. So there there's a little bit of uh of stuff and also the media is salivating over this uh this guy Parnas So that's that kind of that's kind of a reader's digest to bring you up to speed as best I can. Sounds like a bunch more bullshit. Oh, it is. It is. It. What do you expect from the Democrats, Mark? I mean, think about it. They don't not have talking. any, so they're desperate. I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. I'm not even disappointed. I expect it. Because you're right. They ain't got nothing. So time, time to time to make something up or make something of nothing. We gotta add some cheese to that nothing burger. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Gotta add cheese to the nothing burger. Otherwise, it's gonna be as plain as can be. So, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Where is. There it is. Go to one of my many. Online sources. Also, the uh, USMCA is heading to President Trump's desk after clearing the Senate. That's another. Now, and and and, and the Senate passed this yesterday ahead of the impeachment trial next week. So this is another one of President Trump's promises by 
putting a better deal out than NAFTA was. The United States-Mexico Canada agreement is is one step closer to becoming a reality after it overwhelmingly cleared the Senate on to, on Thursday. Well, I take that back. It was done today. My bad. The upper chamber passed the trade deal to replace NAFTA in an 89 to 10 vote. Kevin McCarthy, GOP leader. put a tweet out saying, breaking, the Senate just passed hashtag USMCA in a landslide vote. Next stop, President Trump's desk. Promises kept made, promises kept. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell described the pact as a major win for the Trump administration. I'm grateful to the president for prioritizing this deal and delivering on this major promise. It's a big win for Kentucky and for American families in all 50 states. Senator Chuck Grassley also praised the deal as a big achievement for our country. The United States-Mexico-Canada agreement is a major achievement for President Trump and a very big bipartisan win for the American people. This according to Chuck, this said by Chuck Grassley. The deal cleared the House last month. It includes provisions to tighten rules for making and selling cars, improve access to markets for farmers, mandate inspections for factories, for labor violations, and establish new digital trade rules. President Trump and the leaders of both parties have strongly supported the measure. When the last North American Free Trade Agreement was considered, nobody had a smartphone. So what we did is we protected the intellectual property, prohibited shakedowns of data belonging to innovative innovative companies. We drew on established U.S. laws to protect entrepreneurs working to build successful companies in a field dominated by Goliaths. Ron Wyden, United States Senator. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrero praised the passage of the USMCA and said the accord will help strengthen investment in Mexico. The Mexican president said this is a significant step. This is something very important because this deal will generate more confidence in Mexico for more investment, for companies to come in, for work with good salaries, and a good standard of living for our country and the people. Canada is expected to ratify the agreement in the coming weeks. President Trump's re-election campaign took aim at 2020 hopeful Bernie Sanders 
after the senator voted against the deal. In an email to supporters, the president's team said Sanders proudly voted against new jobs and higher wages for American workers. Sanders was one of 10 senators and the only Democrat presidential candidate who voted against NAFTA, the, the NAFTA replacement. He claimed the trade deal doesn't stop American jobs from being outsourced overseas. The Trump campaign previously criticized Sanders, saying he lectures Americans on how to live their lives, but fails to follow his own advice. I want to acknowledge One American News as the source of this story. So, Mark, let me start with you. What do you think of, of that deal with the USMCA? I think it's about time the fucking thing passed. I mean, what what took so long? Well, I think the Senate was waiting for was waiting to see what when the when the other shoe would drop in this impeachment bullshit. I mean, let's face it, a lot of the a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's been held up because the Democrats in Congress wanted to impeach this president. They 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 didn't look at all the shit that they haven't done in lieu of impeachment. They haven't done anything. That's the problem. That's my point. They haven't done anything. They man. claim they there are over 400 up. bills that went to the Senate. Well, that's fine and dandy. What about the rest of the time? What have they done since? Zip, zilch, and nada. Zilch, zilch, and nada. You got it. So... With the with the signing of with the passage in the Senate of the USMCA and it's going to the president's desk, um, I see I I see one of two possibilities, all of them good. The first possibility is that the USMCA will not only improve trade between. Mexico, Canada, and the U.S., but vastly improve conditions for the, for the people who work in factories and in labor industries such as farming and so forth. I mean, you name it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to benefit overall the American people. It's going to benefit the Mexican people. It's going to benefit the Canadian people. So it's a win-win all the way around. And the other, say, plan B effect of this is the USMCA will also, in theory, now this is what, what some economy experts are, are saying, that it could help with costs overall in, 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 you know, in all three countries, where, you know, certain price, certain costs could be seen going down, maybe not significantly, but enough, where it makes a difference on the American ability to spend money on certain products and services. Sort of a byproduct of the USMCA. 
What do you think? Gunslinger, what do you think of that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, this thing should have been passed a long time ago because the original one that they set up was a piece of shit. Okay? And they knew it. They knew it. Give me a break. They knew it. It only benefited them. The idiots that, you know, in our own government at that time. Okay? They didn't want to benefit any other countries. Well, fuck Egypt. Doesn't matter. They set up that situation so stupidly, I guess. And and you see where it went. Went really nowhere. Okay. But then you got Trump comes along, and he's a multi-billionaire businessman, and he renegotiates his Trump his Trump deal. That's his deal. Okay. Now it's going to benefit three countries total. A lot better for everybody. My question again, they had the power to do this before Trump got in there. How come they didn't do it? They couldn't hire a team of negotiators? Come on. Give me a break. As big as the fucking federal government is, they don't have a handful of negotiators, you know, stuffed away in a closet somewhere. Okay? They could have done the same exact thing that President Trump is doing right now. I think he's even signed that China deal, the China trade deal. Saying something on that earlier today. Yeah. That was phase one. Yeah, that was phase one, but everybody's saying, oh, we're going to go to war with China and all this bullshit. Are you... He just signed the trade deal. You think they're going to go to war with, well, with the United States when we buy half of their fucking shit? Well, probably three quarters or seven eighths. Okay. Uh, No... Okay, so <laughs> what? It's it, it's a win-win situation for the people, but they don't want that. They don't want the people to win. President Trump does. Go ahead. Well, I've been saying for a long time that when you take a, a you know a trade deal like NAFTA. Who was, what was NAFTA more benefit? What what did NAFTA benefit more? Did it benefit the American people or did it benefit the politicians' wallets? Think about it, because at the end of the day, it was the politicians who benefited more than we did. In fact, they benefited. Period. We didn't benefit a fucking thing. Not one tiny bit with NAFTA. It was a piss-poor agreement that should never have seen the light of day. What do you think, Mark? NAFTA was a crap agreement, and it only benefited politicians. It didn't help the American people at all. Or anyone else for that matter, really. Unless you were up in that upper echelon and in the good old boy club, it didn't help you. It did. It is what it is, man. 
That's why they want him out so bad is because he's affecting their, their bottom line. He's affecting their ultimate retirement plan, scamming the American people that are busting their ass out of their damn hard-earned money, their constitutional rights, and anything else they can fuck us out of. They don't like the Trump standing up and wanting us to be, wanting us to have a, a shot, you know, for a change. After, what, 40 years of this bullshit or more? Well, the, the the NAFTA deal was done during the Clinton administration, if I remember correctly. I'm not talking – it was before NAFTA, dude. It, it's been going on for decades. They've been lining their mm. pockets for decades, all of them. All of them. Well, the, the Democrats, you know, poli- well, politicians in general find a way to line their pockets. No matter what's before, what's going on, they have this this enormous one track mind. How can we how much how can we siphon off money on this so that we get a piece of the pie? Oh yeah, politicians. Well, and that's why that's why they pass certain things and don't pass others. If it doesn't benefit them, fuck the American people. They can't find an angle on how to how to how to increase the dangle. They ain't interested. Mm. It's true, man. No, I, everything that come gets on. passed, I gotta look at. Everything that gets passed, I gotta look at and scrutinize and wonder who's fucking getting rich off of it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a no-brainer when you think about it, um, and I agree with you. The, the politicians will pass certain things no, as long as it benefits their bottom line, which is their bank account, and then they'll not pass certain things because obviously it's not going to benefit their bottom line, their bank account. I, you know, if you look back at, at the last 25 years, the last 25 or 30 years, at every single bill that was, that was not passed, you could probably pretty much figure out by looking at the, ones that pa- the number that passed versus the number that didn't pass, the number of, that didn't pass would be higher than those that did. Because the vast majority of the ones that didn't pass didn't benefit the politicians' bottom line. That would make for an interesting research project. It really would. But that's a item for our, maybe later down the road, you know. Well, oh shit. 
Here it here it comes, folks. I had a I had a I had a gut feeling on on this on on this thing. Now, you remember that uh, that Iranian missile attack last month, uh, earlier this month. Oh boy! Apparently, eleven U.S. service members were treated after the Iran missile attack. Now it's coming out in the wash, folks. Eleven members of our military had to be treated after that missile attack by the Iranians. So here, here's here. Come on, move. Why is this thing not scrolling when I need it to? Terrible pain in the ass thing. Eleven U.S. service members were flown out of Al-Assad Air Base in Iraq and treated for concussion symptoms after Iran's rocket attack targeting two Iraqi military bases earlier this month. A spokesman for U.S. Central Command revealed Thursday night. President Trump and U.S. officials had said earlier that no Americans were killed or injured in the January 8 attack. Several U.S. troops were treated for concussion Concussion Oh, God, here we go. Now I I can't even talk. Treated for concussion symptoms from the blast and are still being assessed as a standard procedure. All personnel in the vicinity of a blast are screened for traumatic brain injury and, if deemed appropriate, are transported to a higher level of care. Captain Bill Urban, the Central Command spokesman, said Thursday. He said that although no U.S. service members were killed in the attack on Al-Assad Air Base, in the days following the attack, out of an abundance of caution, some service members were transported to Landstall Regional Medical Center in Germany. Others were sent to Camp Arashan Arashan in Kuwait, I can't even pronounce this place properly, for follow-on for follow screening, when deemed fit for duty, the service members are expected to return to Iraq following screening. The health and welfare of our personnel is a top priority, and we will not discuss any individual's medical status. At this time, eight individuals have been transported to Lansdell, and three others have been transported to Cap Abishan. This is close to the pronunciation that I can get. The explosions at the base, about 110 miles west of Baghdad, created large craters, knocked over concrete barriers, and destroyed facilities that housed dozens of soldiers. The attack on the Al-Assad Air Base where about 1,500 American and coalition forces are stationed, was carried out in retaliation for the killing 
of Iranian Revolutionary Guard Quds General Qasim Soleimani. See, I knew that there may have been no deaths as a result of this of, of Iran's missile attack, but look at the end result. And they had, and they were screening for for the possibility of traumatic brain injury. Uh, yeah. Gee, kind of makes you wonder how much they they held back. That's far worse. But did they do it for the right reasons? What do you think, Mark? It's hard to say, man. I mean, because we don't ever get the truth about shit. So it's kind of hard to say, you know? They don't think we can handle the truth about a lot of stuff. So, you know? I mean, I... Well, I think a lot of times, you know, central U.S. US Senate command tends to, uh, they tend to hold back a lot of stuff, you know, out of, out of, you know, out of bottom line security reasons. The uh, the soldiers involved, you know, is their main priority. They don't want to take any unnecessary risks, so they they naturally assume the posture that any information released could be detrimental, depending on who gets it. I disagree with that assessment. as long as you're not identifying the uh, the soldiers by name it's not an issue gun any thoughts well you know I who knows or we may we may not know I don't know we weren't there I'm glad I wasn't there, no doubt about it. Um, it's, I'm glad Ben wasn't there. Yeah, it was iffy-iffy. At least they didn't get killed or maimed or anything. Uh, why they did it? Your guess, again, your guess is good as mine. I mean, I have no idea since I've never been in the military. Uh, but it was, obviously it was just minor stuff. I mean, it obviously didn't result in anything because they said they was going to go back as soon as their treatment or assessment or whatever it is that they get done there. So, mm, I'm glad it's okay. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Well, here's my, here's my bottom line feeling on all this. 
unless unless some uh, unless soldiers die or are so badly injured that they have to be flown uh, to Germany for for extensive treatment and ultimately be flown home and discharged from the military. Personally, I I don't see a problem in releasing the information. Um, As long as you don't release the names of the soldiers, that's fine. Okay? But if they're not releasing the names of the soldiers, why bother releasing the information at all? It just... It's kind of a it's kind of stupid to do that. You know? But that's just me. That's just me. Well, you know, it's just like those people that uh that was over there in Vietnam and everything. They got shell shocked. Okay, maybe that's some form of it, I don't know. But um I knew a couple of guys that was over and they were they got shell shocked, okay? So I guess it's different levels, okay? Depends on how close you are to those things. Um, I would like to distance myself as far as I could, but yeah, it's it's, it's definitely a something to be concerned with, there ain't no doubt. And look how long it's lasted. <laughs> Good. You know. Our, our 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 men and women in uniform take extreme you know they take a lot of risks when they go overseas they do um, there you know they there are instances okay there are instances when service members have to be given additional vaccinations against any kind of disease or or what or parasitic infection that may be uh, prevalent in a particular country or region, so they're 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 taking precautions. Now, having said that, however, uh, military personnel are always going to be in harm's way when they travel abroad. There's no doubt in my mind, none whatsoever, that they take extraordinary risks. Just getting on board a plane or a ship is it ever is there ever going to come a time when our military personnel are going to be a hundred percent safe there is no such there's no such thing hell just waking up and and getting out of the rack in the morning when you're in the barracks guess what you could fall on your you could fall face first onto the concrete floor and and get and get and get a and hit you, smack your forehead on on the concrete and end up dying from hitting the floor. Especially if you fall from the up from the from the top bunk. The risks are, are to a, to service members is out there. There is no doubt about that. But they wouldn't do what they do if they didn't know the risks that you know, they come with a job. Hey, guys. Stevie's here. Hello. Hello, Stevie. How you doing? I'm ready to be home. Does anybody have a now button? 
a now it's on the button. Call electrician. Uh. <laughs> well, there's one thing you know. There's one uh, thing I wanted to add, add to that. Yeah, they had they do have a lot of risk, but everything else has a risk too, George. I mean, you know, firefighters, police officers, uh, first responders. I mean, electricians, linemen. Uh, we're up there in the, in the top ten of the most dangerous professions that you can get into. Okay, sure, a bullet can get you, but electricity can get you faster. You know. So yeah, there's a there's danger oh, yeah. in all, all all deals, you know, no doubt about that. Well, gunslinger, I, I I'm not saying that there's no profession that's a safe profession because every profession out there does have its element of risk. Okay, now I'll, I'll, now Stevie's here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put people in the medical profession in into that category definitely because they deal with the unknown when a patient comes into the ER. They deal with the unknown when a patient comes into the doctor's office. They deal with the unknown, just like any person who is in the military, uh, any first responder, whether it's EMT, firefighter, police officer, what have you. Every I got beat up today rape. just for giving nasal spray. You got beat up today just for giving nasal spray? Ooh, I feel sorry for the person on the on the receiving end of the nasal spray. <laughs> no, he was the one that hit me. He was fine, and I squirted one side, and then he like hit me. And and I know that self defense is probably frowned upon where you were where where yeah. you were at. So I'm sure the security got called real quick. Oh, no. I work in assisted living and rehab facilities, so I don't have security. I just have old people that go crazy and beat up on me for no reason. (laughs) Yeah. I remember. And then we got a new one today who's bipolar and schizophrenic uh, and not very well medicated. Ouch. Ouch. See now that's that's the scary part. You're 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 elderly, you're in assisted living, and then you end up with mental illness where you're supposed to be properly medicated and you're not and well being crotchety and, and grumpy is one thing, but uh that sucks. Oh, yeah. And then there's, and this is one thing that a lot of people don't realize, in assisted living, you get sexually assaulted daily. Daily. I went to visit a friend in, in 12-step recovery at an assisted living facility. It was me and another, another me, another guy, plus his sponsor. So we're going to this place, and uh, yeah, and I'm a visitor to this place. I've got some woman on a with a walker following behind me, and I'm like, okay, didn't think much of it at first, 
until I went to walk in the room and she smacked me on my ass. I whipped around quick and she's like walking wa- walking the rest of the way down the hall with this big shit eating grin on her face. Because she knew what she so was doing. Looking... Huh? Because she knew what she was doing. Oh yeah. She absolutely did. And I turn around and I, I, I'm like, what the hell? Well, the guys that I'm with were laughing. I said, you guys knew this was going to happen, didn't you? And they go, George, we're in an assisted living facility. Figure it out. Well, I am. I have not been back to that place since. Your situation is wrong, but it's funny, okay? Because she smacked you on exactly. the ass and then she kept going, okay? But the fact that she, in my, that, but but unfortunately there are downsides to it for the people who work in these places like you do, and I have a feeling you're about to tell me something. Yikes! Yeah. If they are incoherent to where they're in a delusional state and they're not all with it, whatever. I walked on a dude that was completely naked from the waist down. Brawled like spread eagle, you know, and was like, come here. But he's not all with it. On that situation, I was like, hold on, let me go get help. And I went and got one of our male aides, which we rarely have. But there's another another gentleman who is fully with it. He knows what he's doing and will flat out, one, he smacked one of our aides' asses. Two, he asked one of our nurses, want to fuck? And I'm not even telling you what he did to me. And he's fully with it. So if it's a smack on the ass, I'm kind of like, eh. But if you're making and you're coherent and you know what you're doing, no. But the only thing that we can do is just document what happened. We can't kick him out. The goat made me do it. The goat made me do it. That's my defense. <laughs> you know, and, and Stevie, that's that that situation happening to you is 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 like. In, in that context, when dealing with, with a male patient like that, I would think that the facility would have uh, more male nurses, more male or, uh, male orderlies to, uh, to go in there as a witness, one, and two, just in case. I don't so think I could ever work in one male. We have one male nurse who's actually leaving tomorrow, so we're down a male nurse. We have one male med-aid and two male CNAs. One of them works my shift, but he can't work seven days a week, you know, 365 days a year. 
but he he's not always on on my wing. And then we've got one that works overnight. And again, he can't work 365, you know, 24 hours a day. And again, he's not always on my wing. So those are the only males that we have. I don't know. In a situation like that, it's hard to it's hard to to deal with a situation like that. I, I can't. I cannot. I cannot imagine being in that situation. Oh yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so there, my job is not a safe job either. Well, it's like I said. You know, no job is safe. I mean, in in this day and age, if we if we want if we want safe, we'd have to wear uh, one of those uh, full body suits that they use for for training canines. I just need one of those in my personal life because I'm very accident prone. I was uh, coming into the house today from seeing an apartment, and my left leg shook, the toes hooked the step, and I went face first right down to the right down to the concrete. I caught myself by putting my arms out in front of me, and I just looked I looked up and I said, "God, please." I'm tired of being of having of being accident prone. It's 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 an occupational hazard whether you're working or not. But life is full of accidents, sadly. Uh, in my case, a lot. Getting older is definitely a, a suck moment. Somebody said to me, would I ever go into assisted living if, 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 if I had to? And I said, hell no. Not ever. Because some of those assisted living places, like around here, we've got we got a couple of places like that that are not the greatest. I mean, the conditions look horrid, and how they stay operating is beyond me. It really is. So what's going on with the Pelosi and picking her manager thingy? I saw something on it. Well, she picked seven managers. Um, The the Chief Justice, uh, John Roberts, was sworn in to oversee oversee the uh, Senate trial. Uh, The senators were sworn in. And I believe the uh, managers got sworn in as well. So everything is on track for next week, starting Tuesday, for the uh, Senate trial. And that's going to be but interesting. But weren't her, 
Isn't one of her managers shift? Mm-hmm. He's the he's the lead manager. And he's able to testify. Uh, the managers act as prosecutors. It's it's like a a court trial. Yeah, you have the, you have but these managers are acting as prosecutors. I I don't remember where I read it, but I remember that it said that she was planning on using him as the manager and also having him testify. Hmm. Let me see if I can if I can look up that. Let me try looking that up and see if I can find out about it because I didn't hear anything about that. I know I know he was chosen as 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 the the lead manager of the seven manager team that's going over there. I just can't wait for it to all blow up in their face. Ah, came out three days ago. Adam Schiff sidesteps question on accepting subpoena to testify in Trump impeachment trial. Here we go. House Intelligence Committee Chairman Adam Schiff skirted around the question of whether he would adhere to a subpoena to testify in a Senate impeachment trial against President Trump. The California Democrat who led the House impeachment hearings claimed during Monday's episode of The View that submitting to Republican witness demands would turn the trial into a sham. Referring to Trump's tweet over the weekend calling for Schiff and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi be witnesses, co-host Abby Hutzman, who announced she's leaving The View, after two seasons to help run her father's gubernatorial campaign in Utah, asked, would you, if asked, be willing to testify if subpoenaed? Schiff argued that it would not make sense for him and Pelosi to be called to testify on Trump's actions related to Ukraine, which are subject to the impeachment effort. He said, look, I'm not a fact witness, so other than mollifying the the president, I'm not sure why the Senate would call me or Nancy Pelosi as, wit- as a witness, he said. <laughs> yeah, right. Doesn't seem to get that idea. As impeachment was underway in the House last year, Republicans named Schiff as someone they wanted to testify, as well as the intelligence community whistleblower, who contacted a member of his staff before filing the complaint that sparked the impeachment effort. Democrats are pushing Republican Senate leadership to demand top Trump aides to testify, including former National Security Advisor John Bolton, who last week said he would testify in a Senate trial if subpoenaed. Pelosi, 
another California Democrat, taunted Trump on Monday, tweeting that he is too afraid to allow witnesses at his trial. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has so far resisted the pressure to agree on allowing any any witness to testify, but some of Trump's Republican allies would like to see former Vice President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden also make an appearance. Trump pressuring Ukraine to announce an investigation into the Bidens while delaying congressionally approved military aid are at the heart of the impeachment effort. But Schiff opined that they would not be able to shed much light on Trump's conduct. Then why not have them show up and say, if you have anything to hide, then come out there and tell the American people that, Huntsman asked. Schiff said it would convert the Senate trial into the same kind of a sham proceeding that the president sought to have Ukraine undertake. So will, will he be called to testify? It would be interesting to see. Will Pelosi get called to testify? Again, interesting item to see if it happens. I don't know. It's it's it, it to me it's it's kind of like if you're going to if you're going to sit there and 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 make these allegations that Trump did all these evil deeds well wait a minute you're basing it on an alleged whistleblower, that's what you based your whole impeachment garbage on. I would, well, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I want to see, I want to see that whistleblower subpoenaed to testify. I really do. I want to see Biden and, and his son Hunter brought in. Will it happen? anybody's guess well I think that's why Pelosi chose Schiff is because it makes it less likely for him to come in and and testify so that's like her little protective ring around him to try and keep him from getting involved and all of his lies coming out And, and let me let me put this out there to everybody on the call. Isn't it rather strange that Adam Schiff has been made the lead manager in this in this impeachment trial? I mean, exactly. For him to to be called in like this, I mean, it, it's it's very odd because. You would think that Jerry Nadler, being the chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, would be lead manager. 
and not the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. But if I were to think along the same uh, the same lines as uh, Pelosi and, and the Democrats, to them it must have made sense because here you got a guy who has already formed an opinion. In fact, every single one of the managers has formed an opinion already. So there's there's clear bias already coming from what by definition would be the prosecution. You know, there's an old saying, be careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Well, the the the, the GOP senators could very well call Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the whistleblower, and maybe one or two other people. People they don't want testifying. They already made it clear that Joe Biden and his son makes no sense to call them in because subpoena to subpoena them it has no they claim it has, they have, there's no bearing on the Senate trial to bring them in and yet but that's the trash that they're willing to throw away but I don't think the, the Republican senators are going to let that slide. And that's why I'm hoping that the Senate will subpoena these people to testify. It's kind of a catch-22. It really is. Well, next Tuesday is when this whole circus begins in the Senate trial. I, I'm, going to, I'm looking forward to seeing how this starts playing out, you know? It should prove very interesting indeed. <clears throat> By the way, A CNN anchor, Felter, I think his name is, is going to uh, produce a documentary for CNN on, get this, fake news. Did you hear about that, guys and gals? (laughs) How they use it? Huh? So he's going to share his personal experience of how they create, inform, and broadcast fake news. That that would be rather curious, rather interesting to see. But I have a feeling uh, it, that they're going to that this uh that this per- oh we lost Stevie 
I have a feeling that this CNN anchor is going to uh, very colorfully make CNN look as white as snow. While, while the conservative outlets are going to be made to look like the bad guys, and they're the ones that, that put out fake news. Go figure. Well, here's another interesting situation. And I got an audio clip for this. Those of you who have been following uh, the reports about the bail reform here in the state of New York, uh, apparently there have been multiple, multiple situations as a direct result of the bail reform legislation that was passed where people have been arrested, brought before a judge, and then released. But there's more to that story. So let me uh, put this clip in motion here. Take a listen to this, everybody. New effort to change the state's controversial bail reform law. News 12's crime reporter Eileen LaPommer is the very latest in a story you saw first on 12. We do need to have a strong bail to keep the violent people in jail. Barbara Connolly's son James was murdered in 1979, and she's made it her mission for decades to advocate for victims and their families. She and members of her support group now calling on Governor Cuomo and lawmakers in the Democratic majority in Albany to make changes to the current bail reform law. Vehicular homicide, I'm sorry, manslaughter, those are crimes of violence. They should not be let out with no bail. Bail reform is not to the right spot there. This comes as we've learned more information today about 40-year-old Jordan Randolph, Randolph was released yesterday without having to post bail after being arraigned on a DWI charge following a crash on the William Floyd Parkway that killed 27-year-old Jonathan Flores Maldonado. According to court records, 11 days before the crash, Randolph was arrested and released in Suffolk for allegedly driving without an ignition interlock device. And just two days before the fatal crash, Randolph appeared before a Nassau judge on a March 2019 indictment in which he allegedly drove without a license and failed to have an ignition interlock device on his car following multiple DWI convictions. Yesterday, the family of the victim in Sunday's crash told me, We feel violated again as we watched the person who allegedly killed him walk free. State Senator Anna Kaplan, a Democrat from Great Neck, has now proposed legislation that would provide immediate services to suspects being released without bail 
who have suspected mental health or substance abuse problems. I feel it would empower judge, prosecutors, defense attorneys, family members, get a mental health evaluation so that these people can be um, can get the help they need. But Kaplan's bill would not fundamentally change the law that requires no bail for crimes like Randolph has been charged with. We're going backwards. We were trying to go forward, go into a, a, a new world, making better, stronger laws. People feel safer. None of us feel safer now. And other state senators like Jim Gorin have introduced legislation to try to take some crimes off the no bail list. But any measure would need to be signed off by both the Senate and Assembly majority and the governor who had passed the bail reform law in the first place. So ultimately, it goes back to uh the, the the state assembly the you know the the legislature and uh, and, and unfortunately governor cuomo to um to do something about this and for anyone who's ever lived in new york while cuomo's been in office or lives in new york knows that these liberal fuckheads aren't going to do a damn thing to change that law. So in the meantime, a lot of the, the, the stuff that was, that, that's mentioned as a reason to release without bail, basically it's called being uh, released on, on one's own recognizance. Okay? Um. To me, that that speaks volumes as to just how stupid uh, this whole thing can be. All right? Now, to give everyone an idea of, of just what kind of crimes people are being uh, released for, And I'm going to uh, I'm going to bring this up on the screen uh, for those of you watching on the video platforms. And I do apologize for not being on camera right away. Um, so let me uh, see if I can. Uh, do something with that. Tempting to bring it up on the screen. Hmm. Guess I'm going to have to do it the old-fashioned way. Let's see here. There we go. Oh, that's better. 
Now, for those of you watching on the video platforms, uh, this is the information I'm talking about. If you look at the top, I'm going to give you the top, um, the, the top six, okay? Just the top six alone should have people scratching their heads. Manslaughter in the second degree, aggravated vehicular homicide, criminally negligent homicide, Assault in the third degree, aggravated vehicular assault, making a terroristic threat. Okay, those are the top six right there. And there's a whole laundry list more uh, for those of you watching on the video platforms. So here we have a guy, and you just heard this on the clip I just played. guy who should who should be in prison right now because someone died as a direct result of crim, of criminally negligent homicide why is he why is he out free is it because the democrats here in new york Want people to be loving and compassionate and understanding and blah, 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 blah. This is the insanity that we're, we're, we're seeing in New York State. And this kind of a law, there may be similar ones in other liberal states. Guys, you heard the clip. What do you think? Makes you feel real safe, don't it? I mean, you know, if you I'm not a criminal psychologist or a criminal expert, but I have been in law enforcement, okay? Three years out of high school. Um <laughs> once a criminal, nine times out of ten, you're always going to be a criminal. What I mean Oh well, uh, you're arrested, and you're all, you should have got a, a forty thousand dollar bond. Okay, goodbye. But promise to come back, and I'll buy you a hamburger next Tuesday. You know, kind of bullshit. These people are criminals. You think that they're going to come back? <laughs> it's like people. I see it all the time. You look it up on the website and everything. Uh, felons in possession of a firearm. If you're a criminal. You're going to go get a firearm. Is that really going to stop you from going and get a weapon to shoot, maim, rob somebody? You think that those just those words of felon in possession of a firearm is going to stop a felon that has already been convicted, okay, of felony crimes from going out and getting a fucking gun and fucking killing somebody or or whatever? I guess it's okay in New York. Man, that that place is turning into the land. The lawless land. I mean, that's the kind of shit you'd see back in the wild, wild west. And New York was never a wild, wild west. Texas it was, obviously. <clears throat> but I don't think New York ever was. Okay, That's the kind of mayhem that you would see in a situation of the wild, wild west. Okay. Oh, well, uh, you know, just, okay, catch you later. And you just continue to do crimes. What did I tell you about that, that guy that was 
arrested five times for the bank robbery. Five times the dude was arrested for similar crimes, bank robbery, I think, and he just walks out scot-free. You think he's going to return? Uh, be sure to return, Mr. So-and-so, on your court date. Uh, yeah, you think these fucking illegal spicks that are coming across this border, uh, they're going to give them a court date? These some bitches will disappear in this country and you never see them again. You think that's – what is this? The honesty-type uh, situation and you're dealing with criminals? How many times have you ever seen an honest criminal? <laughs> Go ahead. Hmm. Mark, what do you think? Well, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, Gunny. There's a lot of bad motherfuckers out there that will never change. But having been guilty of committing crimes before myself, I'm no angel, bro. And uh, I can tell you I'm reformed. So I don't think that there's it's lost hope for everyone, but I think it's ridiculous what they're doing. They're letting some bullshit get back out that I've never seen in my time any of that happen. You fucked up. You went to jail. You know? I haven't been to prison. I've been to a county jail a couple of times for some DWIs. And I broke the law, and I'm, I'm having to, you know, make my restitution and do my time. I get what you're saying. I don't agree wholeheartedly with the fact that everybody that commits a crime is always going to be a criminal. That's not true. People make mistakes. The guy that got the DWI that killed somebody that got let out, he had multiple priors before that. That's a dude that probably ain't going to get – if he doesn't get some kind of real help, he'll never change. People that murder people, you're right. They probably will never change. But not everybody that commits a crime is, is a career or, or, you know, doomed for the rest of their life because they fucked up. I don't agree with that, but I get what you're saying, and you're right, man. They're making it like the Wild West out there. You're absolutely right about that. That's pretty crazy because I don't think any of them motherfuckers know how to handle it. Well, let me, let me respond to that real fast. I, I totally agree that not every single person out there is a career multiple criminal, okay? And there are people that learn their lesson. Okay, that, that's true. But you go and see the population of the prison system in this country today, and you'll see there's more of them than there are the ones that really wise up, quote-unquote wise up. It's unfortunate, and there's there's some that do, like you. Hey, great. I applaud you. You've, you've seen your bad ways, and you... You're trying to, you know, you did the right thing, okay? And you paid for your crime, okay? But the problem with that is on other people that it's like a, just like with this, this well, not it wouldn't occur in New York. It would, it would happen here in Texas. If one of these little punks, you know, you're 18, 19 years old, and you decide to go get a gun, you got to go, hey, I'm going to home invade that dude right over there. Probably talking about me, okay? Uh, you come through that door, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. Well, he's not going to be able to learn his ways where he fucked up. Because he's going to be six foot up, pushing up daisies. And that's unfortunate. But, hey, what was this thing we got? Free will? There you go. You either do it or you know what you're doing, and you will take that chance risking, well, I may be I may be pushing up daisies, you know. And these a lot of people, especially around Dallas and all these big fucking cities. And they, I'm surprised some of these little punks live past 16 years old. I really am. 
And there's places like that. And that's just these, you know, cities here in here in Texas. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Go ahead. Well, well, I think a friend of mine's father. Go ahead, Mark. A friend of mine's father down in Sitton, Texas. He's a fellow musician, buddy of mine. His father went missing a few days a few days ago, and they feared for the worst because this was way out of character for him. They found him dead. And he's a Hispanic gentleman. He was well respected in the community. A good man. Former veteran. These three punk kids, they they finally caught him. Twenty eight year old and two eighteen year olds. I don't know all the details, but supposedly stole his car and killed him. Is is all I know. I haven't got to talk to my friend. He's probably got a lot of people trying to, you know. And man, they they killed an old man, dude. You know what I'm saying? That is a that's one of those crimes I don't think you should get out. I think you should you should you killed somebody, man, for no reason, dude. You stole from them. And then killed them. People will argue, oh well they're eighteen and you know they killed the guy. They killed a good person for no reason. Well, they had a reason. Could have been drugs, could have been Desperation, who knows They could have just done it for fun There's some sick, twisted motherfuckers out there But That's kind of the example I'm talking about You know, someone strung out on drugs That, you know, gets caught with some drugs And then goes to rehab and cleans their life up You gotta have some respect for someone like that Or someone that's an alcoholic that gets treatment and help Or someone that has issues You know, mentally And gets help and gets treatment I got respect for people like that because I've seen, you know, it's not worthless. I have a brother that'll never get better, a younger brother. That'll ne- he'll probably never get better. He does good for a few years and then ends up back in, in jail for something stupid or prison. You know, for dumb shit. He can't he can't leave drugs alone. He can't he can't get a plan. He can't get treatment. He won't he won't do what he needs to do to stay clean. And that's on him, man. You know? He's never killed anybody. He's never hurt anybody. He just hurts himself and his family. You know, throwing throwing people like that in jail to me, that does not fix them. That makes them criminals, where they learn from these other criminals how to be better criminals. You're not fixing them. You're not. You're not. You're you're not even putting a bandaid on that situation. I'll show you. I'm going to punish you. They get clean and sober and realize that they're a fucking addict, and then there's no treatment to help them deal with. Why they're an addict They don't get to dive deep into Their past and, and what caused them To have those triggers What triggers you to be a user What triggers you to drink alcohol What triggers you to do drugs There's a lot more to it than the, Oh well that's just a fucking waste of space Fuck that motherfucker Throw him in the jail for the rest of his life There's a lot more to it than that Is what I'm getting at And by telling y'all the story About my friend's dad That was killed by those three boys I'm sorry man you killed somebody. It's not you didn't. You weren't just hurting yourself and breaking the law. You you killed somebody. You took a life. I I just don't, man. If you killed somebody, I just don't see. You know, accident accidents happen. Okay, accidents accidents happen. But they blatantly killed this man. Go ahead, man. 
Oh, I totally agree. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they 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 intentionally. That's what that what is it? A premeditated murder. Okay, it wasn't no by no accident. Okay, premeditated is means that you plan it. You plan what you're going to do. You plan to rob this bank. You plan to rob this person. You plan these things. You just, it just didn't just happen out of the blue. You thought about it, and you planned it, and then you executed that plan. You should go down – well, you should get the death, death penalty. Okay, there ain't no doubt about that, especially when it comes to you know killing somebody or you know taking somebody's life, of course. I – wow. Again, what are you going to do with these people? Okay, it's like the it's like a revolving door. People that goes into prison, I've never been there, thank God. Okay, uh, they go in, they do their time, they come out a better criminal. There have been probably tens of thousands of cases where people have gotten and they do good in prison. They got there on their job thing, they're on all this all of a sudden, all this good, great, wonderful things. They may have found the Bible and all this good stuff. And then the next day they get out, three days later, they're committing a crime. Now, I'm not a psychologist, okay? Maybe I should have been. <clears throat> but there's something inherently different there. I mean, somewhere down the line, you know, you're, you're trying to do the right thing, and then you get back into society, well, you can't make it if you've been in prison for very long. And this is what I've heard now. This is This is what I've heard. Okay, it's just like you're, well, this is my home now, and I can't make it out there in the free world. When I was in jail for a short period of time, that's what the other people in there referred to out there, out the window, as the free world. Really? Free world? And I've I've even heard people that come in there that said, well, you know, this is my home away from home. This is my home now. Oh, hey there, buddy. I... You just got out last week. I'm glad to see you back. I've heard that personally when I was in there. <laughs> uh, well, there you know, there you have it. Uh, I, what do you do with them? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, look, I've I have I've had friends, you know, get arrested for uh, a variety of reasons. Not, you know. Not 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 felony convictions per se, you know that are extreme like you know manslaughter or 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 making a terroristic threat. You know the stuff that 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 I mentioned in that list, for example. Um, but still, you know they made their they they mistakes, and they owned up to their to the mistakes they made. You know, but the the sad reality is there are people out there in this world who are who are repeat offenders, who will make those decisions to rob someone a second or third time, who will mug somebody just for the thrill of mugging them. You know. I remember, uh, I remember one guy, and, and he was he was a repeat offender. He would do the same shit every single time. I know this guy. I knew this guy for years. I I told him, I, you know, after he came out, of, after he came out of jail, I I said, dude, 
I'm only going to say this once, and maybe it, maybe it needs to sink in a little. But does the phrase doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different outcome, sound familiar? I mean, you're doing the same stupid shit, and you're not getting it. You keep get you keep attacking people and you get arrested and what do you end up getting for your trouble? More time in jail. Then when you come out, you do it again. He never listened. Ultimately, his last trip to jail was his last trip to jail. Because when he went in, he was outside in the yard, and he got beat shitless. I mean, the poor bastard got beat so bad, his mother didn't even recognize him. He's still alive, but he's paralyzed from the waist down. You know, it's like that saying I always bring up. In regards to politicians, if you do not learn from the mistakes of the past, you're doomed to repeat them in the future. And that's what this guy did, and that's what a lot of career polit- uh, a lot of career politicians do. That's what a lot of career criminals do. But what about the people who well, are not career criminals who 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 learn from their mistakes? You know, those are the people that that I look at and say. Thank God, you learned. You 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 made your mistake. You you made your you made your bones. You made your amends. You did exactly what you you were supposed to do for something you did. And now you're not doing it in that kind of stuff anymore. Great, I'm proud of you. Keep up the good work. Those are the kind of guys and gals that I will I will give a pat on the back to. Yes, they made them. They made a mistake. They screwed up. But if they learn from the mistake, it's a beautiful thing. Well, I got a career criminal. Never does. I got a curveball for you. I got a curveball for you. Let me get my catcher's mitt out. Yep. How about the ones that never get caught? All right. Then mm-hmm. number one, how about the public knowledge that Joe Biden's son is a crackhead or a cokehead or whatever? How's he out making millions of dollars as a crackhead or a cokehead? Fucked his dead brother's wife and did all other kinds of terrible things. Now, he's a great. Let me tell you, he's just a wonderful fucking person because he's the ex vice president's son. That's okay for judges' kids, constables' kids. I've watched this shit. I've watched, and there's some pieces of shit that have done some terrible shit. Rape girls, done all kinds of stuff, drugs, all kinds of fucking hit and runs, everything. And they they never got charged with anything. Charges were dismissed if they were. And they walked around and didn't pay one iota of society, and they're really fucked up people to this day. 
So what about the ones that don't get caught? There's your curveball. Hmm. Want another curveball? How about the ones that are legally prescribed drugs that are addicts to legally prescribed drugs? How about those people? Good point. Very good point, brother. Well, I'll tell you what. A friend of mine posted this on my Facebook page not too long ago. A couple of days ago, to be exact. And this happened in Midtown Manhattan. A man was stabbed and then shoved onto a subway, onto subway tracks in Manhattan. Okay? Get a load of this. A 64-year-old man was attacked and shoved onto subway tracks in Manhattan as he drank his coffee on Wednesday morning, according to police. He was on the northbound platform for the A train at Columbus Circle around 5 a.m. when a 24-year-old stranger stabbed him in the back with an unknown object causing multiple puncture wounds, an NYPD spokesman said. The attacker shoved the victim onto the tracks and tossed the victim's shopping cart onto the roadbed. Police arrested the attacker and charged him with assault and reckless endangerment. The victim was taken to a local hospital for treatment of puncture wounds to his back and left arm, a contusion to the head, and an abrasion on his face. Now, that's all that's being said about this case, right? How much do you want to bet this son of a bitch and 24-year-old gets released without bail? Because this happened in New York City. I'll take you up on that one. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I got to agree. That's probably what's going to happen, too. I'm with you guys on that. I mean, look, I I get it. The, Governor Cuomo has a complete lack of understanding when it comes to violent crime. He lives the most affluent life there is. He's got he's – got, Guards around him all the time. He's well protected. Wonderful, Governor Cuomo. Glad you have that. God love you. You've got protection. But the rest of us slobs out here don't have the kind of protection you do. We're the poor fucks that have to deal with this kind of stupidity that you sign into law every fucking day. We're the poor SOBs who are going or who become the victims. Because your stupid ass wants to be loving and compassionate and understanding and yada, yada, yada. Do I look like I really want to be a fucking victim every day of my life because your stupid ass doesn't understand the concept of a bail system? And why the necessity for the bail system is is, is 
more than necessary now than ever before. When a governor and a state legislature take out of the hands of the, of the court system the very tools necessary to hopefully keep a person in jail, because how many people really can afford bail? This is the insanity that New Yorkers live with every day now, thanks to Governor Cuomo. I mean, stupid bullshit like that, okay? Here's another stupid bullshit law that the governor signed that takes effect in March, but some counties in New York State are acting on them now. The plastic shopping bag here in New York, has gone the way of the dinosaur. You will no longer get plastic shopping bags in grocery stores or any store in New York State. Because they can't break down in the landfill fast enough. So, starting in March, it becomes a statewide thing, but already the impacts are being felt in some counties, like where I am, where I go shopping, okay, I have to get a brown paper bag to put my groceries in. I haven't dealt with brown paper bags since I was a teenager, I went into the. Sh- I go shopping. This I go shopping, right? And for anybody that's ever that's old enough to re- to to know about paper bags and how to flip them suckers open with just the flick of a wrist or a quick shake of your arm, well, I took that pla- that shopping bag, and here's here's this twenty something. I go, snap, popped it right open. I must have impressed this 20-something really good because he looks at me and he goes, wow, man, that was cool. How'd you do that? Seriously, this 20-something actually said this to me. I was like, You never saw that before? He goes, I didn't even know they made paper bags, man. I swear to God, I'm dealing with children. Well, when you talk about the stupidity of government, There's another prime example. Because plastic bags don't break down quick enough in the landfills, that's why we had to stop all plastic bags in the state of New York. Stupid bullshit. 
That's what it comes down to. When liberals write laws that make absolutely no fucking sense at all, it's like, are you for real? Let me see here. It's in a different browser. I got to go get it. I used to go to this website called about dumb laws in America. Well, it's been down for a long time now, but I found another site for that. And what's really ironic is that in this country we have dumb ass fucking laws that make no freaking sense. Okay? Absolutely no fucking sense. So, let me see here. Where did I put that that link? Where did it go? Yeah, I, I love collecting stuff like this for just this occasion. I'm here, brother. I'm hmm. sorry I was doing something. I'm sorry. Oh, it's not. It's, it's not that, brother. It's it. it I, okay, so I can't. I guess I got rid of it. Ain't that a bitch? All right. Let's see. Dumb laws in America. Okay. A lot of the websites I used to do this on. Ah, stupidlaws.com. See if it still works. And that's the one I was looking for, too. Okay. So you got stupid laws in this country, like I said. So, okay. Just to start off, since my two callers on the line are from the state of Texas, we'll start with Texas. I'm sure you guys have stupid laws there. It says it does what you do right here. <clears throat> Did you know, gentlemen, that it is illegal in the state of Texas to ask about a job? Did you know that? Well, Did not know about apparently, it. well, apparently it is. <laughs> Texas Penal Code Section 38.12a makes it a felony to talk to someone in hopes of finding employment. A person commits an offense if, with intent to obtain an economic benefit, the person knowingly institutes a suit or claim that the person has not been authorized to pursue or solicit employment 
in person or and I'm trying to uh there we go. Or by telephone for himself or another person or that's all it says on it. But yeah, apparently it's it's a felony to ask about a job in Texas. Uh, well, I guess I'm never seeing the light of day. <laughs> wow. You know, do you guys know any uh ranchers that have cows? Yes. Well, you better give them a heads up because in the state of Texas, it's illegal to milk another person's cow. I shit you not. According to this, it is illegal to have anything protruding from your... uh, Well, wait a minute. See, now this is where it gets kind of... Okay. What's written here doesn't make any sense. But, uh, yeah, it's illegal to uh, milk another person's cow in the state of Texas. According to this... There is a law against two pigs having sex on the city's airport property. I thought New York was bad. Ouch. That's that's actually comical. <laughs> it is illegal to have anything protruding from your bumper unless it is attached with a chain. I could say a whole lot of fucking things to that, but I'm going to behave myself. Uh, yeah, okay. And I think I, I think I've seen enough for 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 Texas there. Let's go look at New York. Of course, New York has a whole shitload of stuff. Every business must have spittoons and clean them every 24 hours. This is the state of New York. According to Section 378-5D, every corporation, proprietor, or other person owning, operating, or controlling any store, factory, theater, or other building or room which is used in common by the public or any depot or railroad station must provide a sufficient number of non-absorbent receptacles for for expiration 
and shall provide for the thorough cleansing and, uh, and, uh, and, and disinfection thereof. Yes. So, why are there no spittoons in subway stations, train stations, bus depots? Why is it when I, when I walk into the doctor's office, there's no spittoon right there? Gee, I wonder, do these people even know this law exists? Probably not. Oh, let me see here. Well, this is interesting. It is illegal to shine shoes after 1 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. So don't polish your shoes, guys, at 1 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon if you're here in New York. Because it says here, according to Section 98-8, Sunday hours, no person shall conduct a boot black stand or engage in work as a boot black within the city for hire or gain or permit or require any of his employees to engage in such work after 1 p.m. on any Sunday afternoon. Okay, there's more to this. Now, the section, however, shall not apply to persons engaged in or employed by the management of a bona fide hotel. Right. Okay. It is illegal to have a puppet show in your window. And a violation can land you in jail for 30 days. Um, should I go look at California's stupid laws now, guys? I'll probably get a lot of laughs out of that. I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of them. And then some. Oh, yeah. Wow, in the state of California, it's illegal to store your own stuff in your own garage. According to Chapter 6 of the San Francisco Housing Code, private and public storage garages in apartment houses and hotels shall be used only for storage of automobiles. Failing to comply with the law can lead to fines of up to $500. Wow. That's more than just stupid. That's asinine. Oh, my God. Um, For pet owners in California, this one really, this is the dumbest one yet. Cats and dogs are not allowed to have sex without without a permit. 
So in the state of California, you have to get a permit for your dog to get laid? Or your cat to get laid? Holy shit, skis. I don't know, man. This this is fucking weird shit. Well, of course, it's California. Um, Mark, you being a, a bird owner, you might get a kick out of this one. According to California law, it's illegal to rob a bird's nest from a public cemetery. That's in the state of California, mind you. Oh, God. By the way, to turn it back on, slide the switch on the back of Google Home. Huh? Slide the switch on the back of the phone. Sorry, man. I'm uh, playing with the Google Home Mini. Yeah, my bad. I didn't have my thing on. <laughs> Trying to set this stupid <laughs> shit up. <clears throat> That's Google's response to that stupid law. I like it. I like it. That was perfectly timed. I mean, wasn't planned, but perfectly timed. No, man, it was wow. one of them errors. I'm human. I err a uh, lot. Just ask Stevie. Well, you know the old saying, to err is human. Oh, wait a minute. We're talking about Google. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, kind of adverse to getting this. This device, but uh, it was offered free with my Spotify premium subscription. So I figured I'd let them spy on me a little bit. They already are anyway with the cell phone, so what's the fucking difference? Mm. It's true, bro. Your computer, your video, your little camera that you use to do all your little podcasts and video streams and all that, they're spying on your ass. Whether you want to think so or not. Which is fine. You're not doing anything wrong, really. No. Yeah. You know, there's an old saying, tell the truth and shame the devil. And if they don't like it, they can kiss my fat ass. Yeah, well. There's that, too. But, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. You busted me playing with my new Google Home Mini. I was trying to get the... Some bitch set up. I couldn't remember the Wi-Fi password. Stevie had to text it to me. (laughs) I run into problems like that. Now, mind you, I've got the modem, the Wi-Fi modem, sitting right here next to me. And I've used the code so many times, you'd think I would have it committed to memory. No, one day I had to completely reset the modem as far as, you know, I had to disconnect the power, take the coax off, wait about a minute, and reconnect the coax, then plug back in the power, 
Let that boot up. Well, my computer that day decided to be a to be a real dick about it. And when I went to connect to the Wi-Fi with it, so I could have the Wi-Fi as a backup in case I ever needed to, I had to put the code back in. Yeah, that typically that typically tends to happen, brother. Yeah, well, I also had a momentary brain fart that day and couldn't remember the damn code. That happened and to me all the time. And grabbed the, the, the Wi-Fi modem so I could reconnect the computer through the Wi-Fi. Needless to say, I sat here going... Go figure. Hey, you got friends in California, you better tell them it is an offense for residents to appear on a reality TV show. California, home of the reality show. There goes all on my Jerry Springer appearances. (laughs) <laughs> I think he still does his show out of Chicago, Illinois, though. He does, man. I was just being a shithead. I used oh, to like cool. to watch Jerry. You know what? Sometimes I'd tell my mom I was sick so I could stay home when I was a teenager and watch Jerry Springer all day. Isn't that bad? Oh. See, there's you know that criminal in me. Uh, I remember. One, I remember when I was in Laporte, Indiana. I had gotten. I had actually gotten my hands on tickets to Jerry Springer. So, me and a couple of friends of mine, we traveled through Michigan City, and once we got through the other side of Michigan City, we were right. We were right in Chicago, Illinois. Sitting there in the audience, let me tell you something. Watching on TV, whoa, it ain't got nothing on being in the live audience. I mean, we're sitting there, and we're laughing our asses off. Everything that went on that during that show was hilarious. And Jerry was fucking off-the-cuff comical. I mean, the guy's got some serious comic chops. For anybody that's never been to a, to a, to a live taping of that show, trust me, uh, this guy is a wacko. But a fun wacko. Oh wow! See now, this is this is sad for for a lot of women in California. On some beaches, it is still illegal for women, for females to surf. Come on, really? That sucks.
See, that that's just wrong on so many levels. Oh, here here's a good one. It's still on the books in California to this day. A law that was created in 1925 makes it illegal to wiggle while dancing in California. Uh, okay. I'm kind of curious. Let me see if there's anything more on it. Nope. Oh, well, there you go, stupid laws. If you want to check out the stupid laws in your state or in other countries, go to stupidlaws.com and check it out. You can check out the random stupid laws, the popular stupid laws, or the most recent stupid laws. There's that. Uh, let's see here. What else is going on? What else is going on in this crazy mixed up world of ours? Take a look at One American News and see if they got anything juicy to look at. Well, here's something curious. According to Capitol Police, 11 Trump protesters got arrested. Yep. Seems a handful of protesters who are calling for President Trump's removal from office were arrested at the Senate on Thursday. Several activist groups chanted anti-Trump slogans and read the impeachment clause of the Constitution aloud in the halls in protest. Now, the demonstration comes as the upper chamber is set to begin the second phase of impeachment next week. House members officially delivered the articles of impeachment to the Senate Thursday. Protesters said they want the Senate to keep the Constitution in mind during their deliberations. Packy Weiland, a protester, said, We're here to protest that Donald Trump is still the President of the United States. Right. We're here to support the movement to move forward with the trial now that the impeachment has been won, succeeded. We so we're here to encourage senators to do the right thing to honor the Constitution. In that in that statement by this person. We're here to protest that Donald Trump is still the president of the United States? Well, can you, can you say needs medication? Yeah, I know you can. 
<laughs> Capitol Police said a total of 11 people were arrested. They have been charged with crowding and obstruction. So they're in. They're on the main floor. As soon as you walk into the Senate rotund, with a big hawking remove Trump banner that they laid out on the floor. Really? Anybody got any any, any thoughts on, on, on this dumbass bullshit that these dumbasses did? Sheesh. Nobody's got any thoughts, huh? Okay. Well, they're just they're just they're just fucking crazy. I mean, the, the whole fucking it's a, it's a, it's a charade. I, I I don't I mean I don't even know where you would begin. If I was an alien looking down on this fucking planet, and I'd see what would be going on down here, I'd say, uh, "What you fucking stupid or something?" The man hasn't done anything, okay? But yet. They're going to say, well, he's already impeached. Yeah, right. Give me a break. Go ahead. I know. There has to be a fine, there has to be a point where people in this country will finally see this, you know, this whole sham uh, for what it is. And it is a sham. It's a, it's, it's a, it's an asinine, ridiculous, Political ploy. That's all it has been from day one. I don't know. I I I I I don't know what to make of these things anymore. Well, Kellyanne Conway, in regards to Parnas, claims of Ukraine collusion make as much sense as debunked as the debunked Russia hoax. Let's see what Miss Conway had to say fully on this one. Now the White House counselor Kellyanne Conway dismissed Democrats' latest claims that Ukraine could be helping discredit twenty twenty hopeful Joe Biden. On Thursday, Conway said the allegations of President Trump's collusion with Ukraine are as ridiculous as the debunked Russia hoax. She added the president doesn't need anyone's help to beat Joe Biden. Lev Parnas, Rudy Giuliani's former associate, recently claimed President Trump played a key role in pressuring Ukraine to take down Biden. Conway said Parnas is trying to avoid prosecution for his actual crimes. She went on to say, and I quote, nobody on TV like that is under oath. He obviously is desperate to get attention, which all will shower him with promptly. 
I'm sure. He's somebody who was arrested and indicted on some serious campaign finance charges. You'll never be able to say what someone else knew. Well, that's what this that's what this so-called whistleblower did that started the impeachment process. They got like second, third-hand information, and all of a sudden. Impeachment blows up in everybody's face. Slows down the country to a crawl when it comes to doing the people's business, although the Democrats won't admit to that. And, of course, leading to where we are currently. Conway also pointed out six of the seven impeachment managers were chosen by House Democrats and had been openly biased against the president long before the Ukraine phone call. Now, President Trump has disavowed knowing anything about the indicted Soviet-born businessman. When asked about his relationship with Parnas, the president said he barely knew him. He added, it doesn't matter what Parnas said about him because the entire impeachment process is a hoax. And I agree with the president on that. Mr. Trump went on to say, I don't know him at all don't know what he's about, don't know where he comes from, know nothing about him, I can only tell you this thing is a big hoax. The president went on to say Parnas is probably trying to make a deal for himself in his campaign finance violation trial. This came after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said the Senate should consider hearing witness testimony from Parnas. Her remarks came in response to comments made by some GOP lawmakers in the upper chamber who said that the Senate should only consider the materials presented with the articles of impeachment. Pelosi suggested Parnas could be called as a witness she went on to say that the Senate Republican leadership is afraid of the truth and is trying to ignore new evidence. Right. Under other circumstances, if somebody like Pranas came forward and there was evidence, there was reason to believe that some of that was factual. there would be a special prosecutor appointed. House Speaker then criticized Attorney General William Barr and claimed he does the bidding of the president. She went on, I, I, I heard about this earlier today with William Barr. She also called him Trump's puppet, or Trump was the puppet. And he was pulling the strings. Or she couldn't make up her mind. Hey, look who shows up. What's up, Mike? Hi, you guys. I'm working in the other room. I picked up a new piece of equipment, so I've been in the 
with my keyboard. So I took a break. I said, let me go down and make some coffee and call in and say hi. And then I got to get back to work over there. Um, I picked up a, it's a new synthesizer. It's like a rack mounted synthesizer that I've been working on. But anyway, how you guys doing? What's going on? Oh, not much. That's a nice piece of equipment, brother. What? That's a nice piece of equipment. Well, I picked up a Behringer Model D, you know, which is like basically a mini Moog. Yeah, man, Uh, the the Behringer stuff is fantastic, dude. Yeah, I I picked that thing up, and and what I did is I hooked it up with my – I got a Monopoly, a, a Korg. So I hooked it up MIDI with the Korg with the Monopoly, and then I'm using it. Plus, I got an ARP 2600. So I've been in there screwing around. I've been doing some stuff with that, which has been keeping me kind of busy. And you know how it is. Once you get working and you get the headphones on, that's it. You're in another world. Oh, yeah. Studio time. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. I said, let me take a break, call in before it gets too late, because next thing I know, I'll look at the clock, and it'll be 3 in the morning. But... So they handed over. I wonder, I wonder if they're going to sell any of those pens on eBay. Fuck, I'd like to get one of those pens. She had enough of them. I wonder Probably if the janitor not. and everybody got one. Maybe like the valet car parking kid, he wanted one. and Everybody wanted one. Man, what about she pens, had enough please? pens. <laughs> I know. It was like unbelievable. Like, what the fuck do you do? You work for Dick? What are you doing? And, and they all had her signature on them. Did you notice that? No, I didn't see that. Oh my God! Every single pen was a a Pelosi a, a Pelosi signed pen. Great, special edition. Oh yeah, and the, one of the people she gave a pen to was yeah. Maxi Pad. Oh, alright. Well, when she got that pen, it was like yeah. Nancy. Is- it was I couldn't see what she was saying, but she she had to have been saying to, to Maxi Pad Waters. Here you go, Maxine. Here's a here's a complimentary pen. Thank you for voting to impeach the president. She actually's going to frame it and put it on her wall. This is the pen that was used that proved that I was right and I was not a piece of shit. Exactly. And they're still trying to control the narrative. The and then the other liberals that are... And the other liberals are screaming bloody murder right now on one of the pages I went to check on him. Trump lied again. Outright. I can't believe he lied. Now he's saying that he told us that everything was all right. Now they're admitting that 11 soldiers were, were injured. Well, he didn't lie. Nobody was killed. What are you hoping that somebody was fucking killed, you piece of shit? They get concussions. It's a far cry yeah, from I just getting killed. About that yeah. But the liberals are like, so I came in, I replied to him, and I went, yes, this is unbelievable. And did you see what color socks he was wearing? How dare he dress like that in public? What the hell is going on? And I put, you people are out of your minds. I should piss them off. I, you know, it, it's like cult members. It's, it's like hilarious. It's a fucking sick joke. This is the kind of thing, Mike, I, I, I kid you not, this is the kind of thing that good comedy writers should grapple, should wrap their hands their hands around their typewriter, their keyboards with. Yeah. You know? 
it's 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 an ongoing laugh riot. Okay, when when you've got the guy who who was in charge of the investigations in the in the intelligence committee, uh, House Intelligence Committee, being the lead manager for seven managers, I thought there was only supposed to be two. She appointed seven. Holy shit. Are we paying for that? I guess we are. Huh? Maybe the Russians are paying for it. The fucking people, man. man. They're paying in Russian rubles. Oh, my God. Uh, well... And to add insult to injury, there's also a lot of chatter about the possibility of Adam Schiff testifying. What's he have to but testify he, about? He, what I what I drop to uses? For the book ass. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna testify what I drop to uses? By Zine. God knows. Now there's 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 a lot of speculation as to who the GOP will subpoena. Among the among the the top names, the the, the Joe Biden and his son Hunter. All right. The whistle. Right. And I forget who the other person was, but there was at least four people that were mentioned as as possible as possible people to be subpoenaed. Uh, John Bolton more than likely will not testify. Executive privilege. Uh, as long as they wake me when it's well, over. Huh? As long as they wake me up when it's over, I'm fine. Let me know when they're done. We'll come in and clean up and mop around. Oh, and, and of course, the Democrats are saying that uh, when it comes to, to this resolution to dismiss, yeah. they're saying that the, that, the, that the Republicans in the Senate would be, would, would be uh, complicit. It would be a cover-up. They're already saying now. Nothing's, ever, nothing's happened yet. They already know it's going to you know. So they're already screaming foul. Nothing even happened yet. If that's the case, then maybe the Senate should turn to him and say, then what's the sense of us even doing anything here? You already decided. Are you deciding for us? Is that what it is? Are you going to let us do it without any comments from you or what? Yeah, because it seems like they've already, we know they've already formulated their opinion. Every one of these managers has 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 a has a set opinion on it already. I wish he's guilty, man. I wish I knew how to use Photoshop and make cartoons and shit. Because I'd make up one where the Democrats they found a new fucking witness and they're bringing him in. They get special permissions from the Ukrainian government, and it's the janitor from a Ukrainian government building who was mopping the floor. Overheard two people that were talking about somewhere in the building that they heard a conversation. 
But yeah, let's get the janitor in here to testify. Uh, it's it's turned into a sick fucking joke. It's like Saturday Night Live's you know script. It's it's just unreal. Believe me, I, I, I I'm at the point where yeah. I'm going to be watching the first the first day of the, of, of this uh, this thing because they swore in, they swore it uh, Grassley swore in the uh, Chief Justice today and the senators. So everything everything's proceeding forward to Tuesday. It's gonna be it's gonna be a laugh riot. I'll tell you right now. I, I, I have half a mind to have a a canned audience laughter every time the Democrats say something and play it. And of course, when the articles of impeachment were presented to the Congress, the lead manager, Adam Schiff, uh, had to read the articles. I can tell you right now, the American people saw that and, and, heard, and, and heard the articles, and they're probably laughing their ass off because there's nothing there. He kept emphasizing high crimes and high crimes. He kept emphasizing that every time he read it. It's like, what's the point of emphasizing the damn thing? There's no high crimes. Abuse of power and obstruction of Congress are not crimes that can be impeached for. This this whole Senate trial is going to take only maybe a couple of weeks at best. I got that feeling. It's it's going to last maybe two weeks tops. And the people that are running for the nomination on the Democratic side are are bitching and moaning because they got to they got to be in the Senate trial. It's taking them away from their campaigning. Poor babies. And you want a really good laugh? That uh, that that CNN the CNN anchor Stelzer is going to produce a documentary for CNN about fake news. <clears throat> fake from the fake. Why not? It's about right for the part of the course. <clears throat> Unbelievable. And then there's the, there's all this talk about uh Lev Parnas. They're trying to the media is trying to make something out of nothing with that bullshit. And it's like, why do you people even bother? 
You know, why do you people even bother making something out of nothing? It's it's like Van Jones would call it a nothing burger. But Mike, to uh, shy away from the impeachment stuff for a moment. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. I'm just so burned uh, I want you to look George. at this clip, Mike, because I want to get your thoughts on this. This has to do with the bail reform. Take a listen to this clip, and then I want to get your thoughts on it. New effort to change the state's controversial bail reform law. News 12 crime reporter Eileen LaPommer is the very latest in a story you saw first on 12. We do need to have a strong bail to keep the violent people in jail. Barbara Connolly's son James was murdered in 1979, and she's made it her mission for decades to advocate for victims and their families. She and members of her support group now calling on Governor Cuomo and lawmakers in the Democratic majority in Albany to make changes to the current bail reform law. Vehicular homicide, I'm sorry, manslaughter, those are crimes of violence. They should not be let out with no bail. Bail reform is not to the right spot there. This comes as we've learned more information today about 40-year-old Jordan Randolph. Randolph was released yesterday without having to post bail after being arraigned on a DWI charge following a crash on the William Floyd Parkway that killed 27-year-old Jonathan Flores Maldonado. According to court records, 11 days before the crash, Randolph was arrested and released in Suffolk allegedly driving without an ignition interlock device. And just two days before the fatal crash, Randolph appeared before a Nassau judge on a March 2019 indictment in which he allegedly drove without a license and failed to have an ignition interlock device on his car following multiple DWI convictions. Yesterday, the family of the victim in Sunday's crash told me, We feel violated again. As we watched the person who allegedly killed him walk free. State Senator Anna Kaplan, a Democrat from Great Neck, has now proposed legislation that would provide immediate services to suspects being released without bail who have suspected mental health or substance abuse problems. I feel it would empower judge, prosecutors, defense attorneys, family members, get a mental health evaluation so that these people can be um, can get the help they need. But Kaplan's bill would not fundamentally change the law that requires no bail for crimes like Randolph has been charged with. We're going backwards. We were trying to go forward, go into a, a, a new world, making better, stronger laws. People feel safer. None of us feel safer now. And other state senators like Jim Gorin have introduced legislation to try to take some crimes off the no bail list. But any measure would need to be signed off by both the Senate and Assembly majority and the governor who had passed the bail reform law in the first place. Well, there you have it, Mike. What do you think? I think they really have no idea. This is another example of them passing this shit late at night. And we already had assemblymen actually admit this. They passed these laws late at night without reading them or even thinking about what's going to happen, the unintended consequences. And this is what happens. And, and it's been unbelievable. Some of the shit has been unreal. Did you see the video of one guy they got in with a guy uh, 
It was for domestic abuse, and then they released him and he did it again. Did you see that video, young, young guy? No, I didn't. They got him on video doing it again. I, it's nonstop. It's happening a lot. And they don't, the politicians are like almost hiding. Someone on the radio said the Blasio admitted that it was a mistake. Well, yeah. Flood your streets. Show us how compassionate you are. Invite them for dinner. That's okay. You only murdered two people. We're going to give you another chance. The meat's really tender. You don't need a knife. I hope you enjoy it. What the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I, they've they've really and it's it's non while they're doing all this shit and everything's crumbling. Where's Cuomo? In Puerto Rico, coordinating now to send National Guard to Puerto Rico to help them. In the meantime, we're running. I don't know what is it six billion dollars deficit in the state. We're all fucked up with the health care that they created the mess. Now we've got the bail issue going on and everything else. And what does he come out with today? Or oh, yesterday now. He wants to redesign the state flag of New York. Did you see that? He wants to what? He wants to take Excelsior off the state flag of New York and put E Pluribusunum from the many who won. And I wrote in and I said, yeah, that's how this state works. You ignore the many, and everything is done just for the one group, yours. You, admit, you ignore the many groups and the wants of the many just for what you people want. That's how the state works anyway, so you might as well put it in the slogan for the state. Go ahead. We'll read it a different way than you do. Since everything works like that today, we can interpret things too. Go ahead. That's what he's going to do. And then he he drew up a new poster for his political campaign. Did you see the poster he designed? No, actually, I didn't see that either. Oh, where do you see that? That's another fucking... He designed a New York State representing like it's a rock on a rock in the middle of a turbulent ocean. And it's like, what, what is the matter with this guy? And I, and I wrote and I said, so in other words... We live on Alcatraz in this state, and he's the warden. The poster is his contract. Type in Cuomo Designs poster and take a look at this fucking thing. So these people are just, and everybody's starting. I posted in a couple of things, and a lot of people are going in and saying, what is he doing? Why isn't he doing his job? Oh, their mind, see, they're... They're used to government working on autopilot, and the machine continues to run. Well, it doesn't ever since like Obama came in, and they fucked with everything. Now they fucked with all the controls. No, it's autopilot doesn't work anymore. Now you're going to have adults come in like Trump and fix it, what they fucked up. But they don't get that here. They think, well, we'll just turn this dial too. Let's see what this. Here, hit that switch. See what that does. Let's pass these laws. Well, we can always fix them later. 
trying to open it. That's a pretty small picture, but I'm all right, hold on a second a lot here. <clears throat> it's like some sort of an LSD nightmare fucking poster out of the 1900s combined with a little bit of crumb from Zap Comics and some Monty Python shit all dumped into one. I don't know what he was thinking or what he was taking when he designed it. But he has the time to do shit like that and dream up. I'm going to change the flag. I'm going to name a bridge after my father. I'm going to... What the fuck do we have for our governor? He's full of himself. Yeah, if you find it, you can put the link in so everybody else can see it too. Both marks are going to want to see that. It's pretty funny. And his poster says progressive. Oh, they're progressive. Okay. So is Adolf in his mind. Uh, hang on a second. So, Mark, the musician, Mark. Yes, sir. That that Behringer D, this thing sell for three and four hundred bucks. Three hundred. Yeah, man, it's not a bad price. No, well, I'll tell you what. Somebody put one on Facebook, used, brand new in the box, and he said two hundred bucks. And it wasn't far from me. You got two hundred dollars. So I wrote to the guy and I said, "Will you take a hundred and fifty for it?" About nine hours later, the guy responded and said, if you're serious, I'll take 150 What? Like, okay. I'll be yeah, right hell there. yeah. You got it for 150 dude? Yeah. In the box, That's brand awesome. new. He said, I bought it. I never used it. I tried it once, and it just sits there on the shelf, so that's fine. I said, okay, fuck, I'll take it for that. Man, that's awesome, dude. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, well, lucky. Uh, shit. I'm thrilled. It's always awesome when you. I love it when you can get a good deal on something you really need, you know, for your studio or for, for your live yep. shows or whatever it can be. I, I upgraded my Nextcast broadcaster to Pro uh, today, and then I, I did find out some really cool news. Um, I got an email from the Texas Country Music Charts, and they added me as a. Uh, panel member, which means that I am now a monitored station to report oh. spins to the Texas Country Music Chart. And being oh, that my cool. station's only yeah, being that my station's only a couple weeks old, man, that's a pretty big deal. I mean, yeah. a lot of the guys know me that are on the panel, so right. they know that you know I'm, I'm serious about my radio station and everything. And they monitored it and listened to it, and they were like, "You're in, dude." So yeah, my my station's up 24/7 live now. Oh, that's cool. Which is that's, yeah, it's not on the Mixler app though, man. I went with Live 365 because they they have a blanket license to cover you. So. Oh, oh. Uh, but, 
so that's what I've been doing and, and trying to fire stuff up and you know three drum machines I have and I change the I change the memory the battery in one of them I'm gonna change the other ones because you know what it is they dumped all the all of the patterns that I had programmed in there and everything the, the battery died the memory so wipe them out shit no way yeah now I gotta go back well they've been sitting I haven't played out really in years. And they were sitting and just, you know, the batteries don't last forever. And so now i got to go back in and pull out the manuals, look up manuals online, and start trying to reprogram. And ah! Yeah. By the way, Mike, I found that poster. It's got a good size. Yep. I'm showing it on the video platforms. I posted it in the FF&O and the mixer. Yeah. And... Yep. Take a look at that, Marks, both Marks. Take a look at that poster if you can see it. Where is it? In FFNPO or whatever it's called? FFNO, if it's in the FFNO and the Mixler, so you can catch it either location. All right, let me look real quick. Explain that, George. We live in Alcatraz. (laughs) (laughs) We live on the rocks. That's what it is. Oh, wow. Good grief. He designed that, and he's proud of it. Who designed this now? The governor. That's his new campaign poster. Yeah. The squall. Treatments. Dude, he just spelled it all out, who he's all about, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, look at the rainbow. He included the rainbow. Yeah, yeah. There you go. What a sweet guy. He's got yeah. his accomplishments. Look at his accomplishments. Fifteen dollars an hour, and he's got the rainbow in there twice. Look, he's got a rainbow flag on the ground. He's got the rainbow up in the air. Yeah, the marriage rainbow. equality. Yeah, yeah, the rainbow flag with the marriage equality. Something about guns. Can't make out what it says exactly. I had to zoom in on it. The squalls of hate. I guess what a lovely guy. <laughs> what a fucking guy. The reefs of greed. Huh? He's got to stop Thank watching you. TV. Hey, man. I mean, you got to let him have his the, fun. The sea of division. Tolerance, leadership, accomplishment. Squalls of hate. E pluribus unum, excelsior, mighty ship of state, to the shores of need, past the reefs of greed, through the squalls of hate, sail on, sail on, Leonard Cohen. A.K.A. douchebag. This guy's, he's, he's really tweaked. Look at the, the scales of justice. How balanced is that? He's got three fucking dishes? Explain it's called the me. scales of injustice. The scales of yeah, injustice. Look at, look at He's got three things. Let's see here. The, the scales of justice, racial, economic, and social. Huh. Three scales of justice. And racial and economic outweigh the social? 
Where did this guy learn to fucking uh, know what a scale looks like? I don't know, man. This guy, this uh, a psychiatrist could read into this and give us some insight into what the fuck is going on in this man's brain. Uh, and I'm not a psychiatrist, so I can't. All I do is look at it and go, yeah, something's up with this one. Star with the rainbow coming off of it? Yeah. The art of the moral universe building belief excessive government with results. And over. Okay, so the stork, the stork with the rainbow is teaching the new children how to be, how to choose their own gender, how to how to hang out with fucking uh, uh, trannies at daycare and and learn the Touch My PP song and sit on Uncle Molesto's lap. That's yep. what the, the stork with the rainbow represents. Psychologically, he likes he likes he well, molest the stork children. It's a star. Oh, oh, okay, a star. A star is born under the rainbow. I thought you said stork. I was like, well, there we go. No, nope. ah, my bad. But if it was a stork, if it was a stork, <laughs> what the oh, what boy, the fuck the are those plants on either side of his picture? Are those marijuana plants or what type of? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. Be, he wants to get high while he gets butt fucked. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, he wants to. Is it, could it be marijuana? Can you make out what type of plant that is? It's Let not me ivy. Take another look. This guy is a fucking wacko. Yes, but he's a hard Talk about being full of himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't even know what to say. You look at that. It's like, huh? Well, nothing surprises me. Guys, with this, that's, with this not, that's not marijuana, guys. That's not marijuana. You're talking about the two sprigs that are coming out from his ugly-ass fucking face? Yeah, but what the fuck are they? Because they're not traditional ivy or something that would be, you know what I mean? Typically Nah, used. man. It's, it's like some oh, butt shit. plug stuff. What? Oh, shit. Is shit in there? I think he plagiarized another poster. Plagiarized well, what? Well, Yeah. That. Oh, look, I see the squid. The squid says government incompetence. That's about what this poster is all about. Yeah. It looks like it might be an olive branch or something, some type of branch. I'm, 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 putting, I'm putting another image in the Mixler chat room. And I'm putting it in the FFN also for the people who can't open these up. But What's that ship sinking? Mike, when you on the left-hand side. You're going to be like, holy shit. That ship that's uh, taking yeah, on the left side of that ship. He did kind of steal some ship, didn't he? Well, that's the 1900s yes, style. Yeah, that's the 1900s style. That's how they used to do it. It's the style they used to use. Yep. He basically... Mike's got his shit together. I actually found that poster when I was looking at the uh, Google images. Yeah, yeah, man. Yep. That's what I Good said. Job. It is Good a, find. A, yep. These are the nineteen. That's what I said. It's a cross between the nineteen hundreds 
Crum, the, the guy who did the comics, the Zap comics, and Mary Tycon. He's got all sorts of shit happening. All sorts of shit, huh? But that ship that he's got sinking on the far left, I wonder if it says Trump on it. <laughs> Fucking guy, man. Squalls of hate. Uh, curious question. Deserves a good answer. Uh, the the ship on the far left, where it's, yeah, a, it's where like just sinking. below the, the image of, of anger. Yeah. There's no name on that ship that I can uh, see. But the the one with the big sails on it is, is the ship of state. The one that says leadership accomplishments. Can, can you zoom in and see if there are any pouches or holes in it? Well, actually, you wouldn't show that. All right, never mind. <laughs> no, the, the ship on the left, the little ship between the yeah. uh, image of the guy says anger and the octopus. <clears throat> Yeah. Because intolerance is a is a is a wrecked ship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's above that intolerance. It looks like it's sinking. But the ship of state, if I'm not, I don't know. It, it sort of looks like I think I recognize the captain on the deck. If you look, you can see it. It is. It's Captain Crunch. Look, it's fucking Captain Crunch. He's directing the ship. Of <laughs> Actually, I think that might be Cuomo. I think it might be Cuomo wearing Captain Crunch's hat. Yes, that's who the fuck it is. It's not Captain Crunch. God damn it. I think, I, think, I, think, I think Mike smoked some of the olive branches. <laughs> I, I think good, time, good thing I'm not a cartoonist because I could have fun with this thing. Okay. <laughs> I got Pelosi and all of Congress women simmer over by the sea of anger. And have Trump coming up as Poseidon. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, what the fuck was this clown thinking? I don't know. But it took them more than a day to do it. And we're paying for it. Oh, yeah. Now, I'll bet the person who, who designed that poster based on the 1900s deal charged a whole shitload, a whole boatload of fucking money. <laughs> well, I don't know. And, and by the way, know that Pelosi said that impeachment is is not about proof. I guess Congress isn't about having a brain. Yeah, right. I mean, we've got a governor in the state of New York that's that's completely clueless and brainless. We've got a we've got members of Congress that are completely clueless and brainless. Yeah. Kind of fits the motif, doesn't it? See, you guys. Texas doesn't have a governor that makes posters. We're better than you guys. 
Oh my Jeez. god! And you know what's what really gets me though is Cuomo thinks that this is all all good that everything on that poster is a good thing. He's proud of it. All his accomplishments are listed. Yeah, yeah accomplishments more like disasters. Everything these these liberal fuckheads touch turns to shit. And then they move. They come up here, and they move to Texas. Yeah. Oh, Mike, you weren't here. I wasn't. What was that? Oh, did they get back to you? No, they didn't get them back to me. I didn't want them. I would have told the doctor, look, I don't mind loaning you shit and everything, but I want you to put them back later. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it works that way quite quite that way, Mike. That sucks. But no, I I had to I had to have two teeth taken out. Yeah. That was an experience. I, I never I you know in my whole life this is the first time I've ever had teeth extracted. And when he when he put the Novocaine in, okay. I got I started getting scared because I was having trouble because I had all this buildup of saliva in my mouth, so I'm trying to swallow, and the Novocaine is numbing the top of my mouth to a point where, and it started the, the numbness started to kind of shift a little, where the the left side of my of my face was kind of, was partially numb. So I'm sitting here. I'm sitting in the chair trying to swallow the little bit of saliva, and I got nervous. And then the girl, the 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 assistant, gives me a cup of water to drink. While my mouth is numbing, I'm like, I don't think so. I even posted a couple of videos there. Well, Ron Reck is in the chat room, by the way. He he didn't make it to uh, call in. Of course, he's having he's having some uh, issues with the uh, with the ice storm he's dealing with, and hopefully uh, oh. that clears up quickly. Uh, but he he had to comment, of course, on this. He says, "But the face looks the same. What's up with that?" They took two teeth out. It's not going to change my face. Did you ask him like I told you? Did you ask him if you could choose or no? You didn't have to get still. No, I, I, I unfortunately, I, I, I did ask the doctor that. I said, excuse me, Dr. Washington, but uh, before you go and do all this stuff, uh, let me ask you something. Can you, can, can, do I get to decide which, which teeth get pulled? He goes, unfortunately, Mr. Sinser, no, I'm afraid that's not the way it's going to happen. We, we know the teeth are pulled, so we're, we're going to pull these two today. I have to have a total of five more teeth pulled. His name was Washington? Yes, his name was Washington. This is the oh, dental uh, surgeon that, that did the, the extractions. I would ask him, you're not related to the guy with the wooden dentures, are you? Because I don't want any part of any of that shit, if you're right. <laughs> just, just, just thought I'd ask. Nothing, no offense, nothing personal or anything, but I, I don't want to go that route. I just know. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I couldn't even pick for that one. Oh, yeah. when I go back to the dentist, though, I 
because it's gonna be he's gonna be the same one doing the extractions again. Uh, I got I got to ask him I, I, before he starts. I'll go. Excuse me, Doctor Washington. I meant to ask you last time I was here. You're not related to the guy with the wooden teeth, are you, by chance? <laughs> I'm sure you probably heard that question raised at least one other time. So how's your pain level now? Better? Uh, even or not, after the Novocaine wore off, there was no pain. So you're going to be able to sleep tonight, finally. Well, no, the, 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 these were extracted yesterday. Oh. The work was done yesterday. So I was able to I was able to sleep. I was even on my broadcast last night. Uh, I was I was on my keyboards last night. Yeah, I was trying to, trying to but I I I couldn't I couldn't get you to join us. Yeah, no, I was in the other room. I was uh, I was having a blast. Uh, having a good so time. so you uh, a synthesizer system you were saying. Well, I've got my other keyboard set up, but then I hooked up this this other piece. So, and what I did was I I picked up a little piece of shit pile mixer that also has Bluetooth capability, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So then uh, I I plug my keyboards into that, and then I could take my iPhone, and I put my iPhone. I can go to anything I want, anything on YouTube or whatever. And it's got Bluetooth, and I'll put it in on a channel, and then I slap on the headphones, and man, I'm playing along, and I'm having, I'm having a blast, and I'm having a good time with it, you know. And so I get the little mixer, and you just, you know, so I'm having, it's a lot of fun, you know. And it's oh. bringing stuff back, you know, because it's been a long time since I played. And, uh, and, and you, yeah, you, it comes back to you, but, you know, I'm rusty. It's been years since I played a, I mean, really played well, yeah, a with a band Mike, over 20 years. Being a musician, band. it's not like you're going to forget, how, you know, how to do certain no, things. I mean, yeah, but your body gets old. But, you know, it, and, it comes back and to you your you're high with. Yeah, but I kick bass. You know, because I'm an organist, I'm not a pianist. So I kick bass, and uh, and uh, that after I had that hip surgery, and uh, the doctor even mentioned it three weeks ago when I went for the the checkup. He said that I, you know, he said you're missing some muscle on your left leg. I was like, fuck, don't tell me that. And but apparently they had to from scar tissue. So my left leg's not as strong as it used to be. I used to be able to go four or five hours just kicking bass, doing bass runs. So now I got to get that back. It's going to take exercise, and um, that's all right. It'll come back. You know, I, I hope. Well, we'll see. Well, it'll take it'll take a little time, I'm sure. Yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good to uh, know. Yeah, but it's it's funny how the mind works. Some of the stuff is it's. You know, it's there's muscle memory and, and, and chords and everything else. And I, I found that if you, you're not thinking about it, just clear your head and, and like the chords pop back and sequences pop back. They come back in. It's like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? It's kind of funny, but uh, it's all right. Uh, well, I'll tell you, man, 
you know, it's you know, I'm, I'm glad to see you're 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 you're, you're uh, having fun with, with with music again. I mean, it's it's you know th- th- that's a part of part of, what, of who you are. You're a musician, yeah. and 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 to to have that 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 nice equipment to to work with, and just sit back and be able to enjoy enjoy yourself. Hey, it's all gravy, man. It's 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 a beautiful thing. You know, hey, somebody the only me, the only music that I do is like that karaoke shit, and and that's that's not music. That's just reading the singing, reading the lyrics on the screen, and singing to it to the music, and then trying to somebody, match it up right. Somebody sent me a picture of Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders at the debates, and I thought it was fucking great and outstanding. So I'm hoping that at one of the other debates that they'll start arguing more. I put in the FFNL, George. You might want to. You could save that for future use in case the two of them get into an argument, the way Bernie and uh, Pocahontas got into an argument a couple of days ago. Oh, let me take a look and see what we got here. Hold on a second now. I'll take a look at that. Uh, Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, that's classic. That is classic. I like that. Is that great or what? That is great. I like it. (laughs) And in a way, in a way, (laughs) I got to show this on camera. Guys, you got to love this. That's funny shit. You're going to love this, folks. You're going to love this. Wait till you see this. This is classic stuff. Now, just remember that if these two guys go at it head-to-head, you're going you're, you're gonna to be like, uh, okay, so who are they? There you go. If these guys go head-to-head, just remember this image. Trust me. And you may see it again. Wow. Because I sure won't mind uh, showing that again. And and you know something? In the image on the bottom, the one on the right looks just like Bernie. Just needs glasses. Doesn't it? <laughs> Pretty good. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he definitely needs glasses, and he looked just like Bernie. Oh man, that's I like that, Mike. That, that thanks for for sharing that, brother. Really, uh, that was good. Let me put. I'll put the link in the chat rooms uh, and stuff in the in the, in the Mexican chat room so the guys see what we're talking about here. Uh, so the other folks see it. Here we go. There it is, guys. Take a look at that. Uh, shameless self-promotion, huh? Yeah, sorry, George. I, I tune into your show every night when I can. I figured you wouldn't mind. <laughs> If you if you do, you can delete oh my. my content. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. No, no big. Yeah, you can even you, know? you can even ask Ron, man. When we were when he uh, went on my show, he called into my show. We had we had mentioned our 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 crazy friends in the uh, political arena with the news stuff, even uh, live on a on a on a radio station that's not poli- that's not political. You know, for obvious reasons, man. Uh, with with it being mm. reported to Texas country music charts, I have to be real careful. Just not to do anything crazy that could get me off the panel. But, I mean, that's why I tune in and, and support you guys um, every night that I can, and Stevie does too. You know, because uh, I remember the first night I got on, on Mixler, actually, uh, ran across all you guys and been hooked on the show ever since and, and taking time to tune in in the middle of doing some programming for myself and downloading stuff and, and doing what I'm doing. So I, I, enjoy, I enjoy I enjoy the conversation. I enjoy the talk, and nice to to have a place that I can go and and with people that are politically aligned the same way and feel and believe the same way. So I appreciate what you do here. Well, that, that's 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 part of the, the that's part of the main purpose of this broadcast. You know, we, we get down to to the to the nitty gritty of of discussion when it comes to politics. Uh, unlike some of the the network stuff, where they have uh, pundits and contributors that are that that, that are uh, not the average uh, Americans out there. Uh, that's that's why this show exists, uh, so people can you know can can tune in and and get and, and get. Thoughts and opinions from the average everyday uh, citizen in America. It's, it's 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 that simple, you know. And that's why I try to differentiate this broadcast from from anyone else because, you know, I, I don't want I don't want people looking at this show as the same as another show and 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 that show looking the same as another show and because what it comes down to is, you know, if if if, if, if you do something. That's similar to what others do. Then it, there's no differentiation. But the difference with this broadcast, as opposed to say the network stuff, is they got to deal with the FCC. They got to deal with an FCC license, so they can't they can't use some of the language that we that we do here. You know, absolutely. This is the one place where you can say, you know, the, the, certain politicians can go fuck themselves three ways on Sunday and actually say the words, they can go fuck themselves. It's like, because the FCC won't touch us, you know, which is, which is great. But, well, like, you know, in, in, my, in my honest opinion, I, I don't feel like that they should be able to, even, even, even on, those, on those broadcasts. I mean, that's, that's a violation of your freedom of speech. Yeah, I mean, there really are certain is, things on, on the broadcast, you know, I, I don't want happening. Uh, and that's why I have certain rules established with this broadcast. And some folks don't like the rules. Well, you know what? You're not the one that has to, that, 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 that hosts this broadcast, and you're not the one that has to pay the, that has to pay the price for something like that. Because where, when people make threats, commit to hate speech and all that stuff, that's what gets – Show kicked off of certain platforms, you know, and I try to avoid that yeah. if I can. That makes a lot of sense, brother. 
And 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 Ron Reck is in the chat room, and 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 he's saying, I never say bad words on my show. My show is my show is holy. Did he really? Did he really just say that? Because I'm I'm trying to find his email address so I can send him the the podcast recording from the other night. He actually called into my show uh, with a bunch of other. It was a it's a artist chat show I do. So I'm trying to remember what email account he sent me his email address from. Aha! Here it is, right here. I found you, Ron Rick. I got you. He's not. He's not hard Brother. to find. And if you couldn't find it, all you had to do was uh, say something to me, and I would have sent you the, the email address again real quick. Oh, I, I know, Bubba. I know. I just. I'm, I'm trying to get him a copy of that because he said he didn't know if he could tune in tomorrow when I'm going to rebroadcast it. So I wanted to make sure. You know what I mean? That at least he had a mm-hmm. copy of that because uh, he had some really good, uh, really good stuff, and he behaved himself, man. He was so well behaved on my show. I know he's not listening right now, but or he might be listening. He might be able to hear what I'm saying. No, he's in the chat. Man, he did. Okay, he did so damn good, man. I mean, like it was, it was a cool, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a neat deal, man. We had we had a couple musicians call in, and he gave his 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 opinion on it, and. It was really cool, man. It's cool to have someone that that has as much experience as he does to be able to open up and share like that, you know? Yep. yep. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what Ron, that's what Ron's, makes it. That's Ron's makes it beautiful. Beautiful. In, in the music industry is, is 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 well known by a lot of folks, and and I and I think that what makes Ron uh, rather unique in his own way is the fact that. You know, he, he he's he's very he's very open to talk about his experience in, in the music business and and even offer advice to musicians and so forth, which which makes it really great. Because how many of these up and coming musicians uh, really have that? When you think about it, you know, they, do they have someone who's willing to do what Ron did that, on your show that day? You know? Yeah, well, they they don't, brother. To be honest with you, they they really don't. Um, you know, everybody wants to get paid for their advice, and everybody wants to, you know, screw these guys, dude. And it's it's kind of sad, man. I mean, like, it's really sad, uh, in my opinion, that 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 people aren't, you know, a little bit more. I don't know. I guess. Uh, I don't know, sympathetic to the fact that not everybody has a million dollars and not everybody has this and that. Not everybody has. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't know. No, I do I do know what I you do. mean. I I think I think that, that when 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 you have a talent in music, uh, whether whether you're whether you're a multi a multi-millionaire a musician, or just somebody who plays for the love of playing, and, and you're only making a, a, a small amount. You know, you're 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 the kind of per- if you're the kind of person that says, well, you know what, I don't need to get paid to give advice. I mean, why should I? You know, because if you're if you're experienced like Ron Reck is, for example, or even Mike for that matter. I mean, Mike's an experienced musician in his own right. 
So when, when these guys can, can offer suggestions and advice to up-and-coming musicians, you know, and, and not expect anything in return, you know, that, 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 that makes them top shelf. It really does. It makes yeah, them top shelf in, in the business. It's beautiful, dude. It's a beautiful thing that, that they're humbled enough to realize that, you know, and we even got into that on the show a little bit about how, you know, the mistakes that we've all made and, you know, talking to the young kids and, and how they could, they could be better, you know? I mean, that's, dude, that's, yeah. that's huge, man. That's huge, man. You these know, kids, some of these kids, they're good kids. Yeah. Oh, it it's, doesn't it's, make any difference. It, it's 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 the kind of thing, you know. I mean, I'm no musician, and that's a fact. That's a guaranteed fact. I mean, yes, I, I sing, but that doesn't make me a musician. But when people, you know, like Ron has said to me, you know, to you know to you know, to sing these songs, the songs that I've done over the years. Uh, and and not try to not not look at the lyrics, trying to like memorize the lyrics. I have a hard time memorizing lyrics. I do. I I have a hard time memorizing speeches. So a lot of times, you know, it, it it's very it's very difficult. I'll sit back lately on that karaoke site and I'll I'll go over a song a dozen times to the point where all I got to do is just move my eyes just a little bit and, and get a quick glance of the lyrics and then keep going by looking and looking into the camera. And I got a compliment from somebody once about that. And they said, you know, you, you're really good. You know, you, you, you don't, you hardly look at the lyrics. And I, and I had, I had thought about responding to that at the time, but I thought, no, nah, I better not, you know, because, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's it's about pra- you know it, you know how they say that old saying how do you get to Carnegie Hall practice 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 well I think that's kind of what what Ron was was trying to impart to me at the time and I wasn't really you know thinking about it in that context but then l- later on I started looking at it, at it in that way and that's when I started doing 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 that but I do the the karaoke stuff you know just just to have fun that's but that's me. If I if I were say an accomplished musician where I played you know I played guitar or or piano or or drums or something like that and I played uh, in in in, in perform and I did performance uh, mu- music and stuff where I performed in front of an audience then it would be a whole new level a whole different thing and I would look for the advice of, of other musicians who have been down the down the down the road of of trial and error in their in their careers and 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 look to them for for that kind of advice and that's and I think that's what's important uh for up and coming musicians that they have someone like Ron Reck or even and 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 Mike and other musicians who have paid their dues in in the in the, in, the, in music and and it's it's the kind of thing that if you if you really want to learn and, and get better in, in your craft, then what you do is you learn from the people who have come before you, who have done what, what you're doing. You know, uh, 
a lot of times, you know, I'll I'll quote certain journalists from my youth yeah. as a as as kind of a guidance in the way I do things here on this broadcast. Uh, there was a an anchor man on the local scene back when I was growing up named Jim Jensen, and Jim Jensen was the kind of man, you know, who reported the story straightforward. Yeah without offering opinion, you know, and that's the way a journalist did his job back in the day. Yeah. The back people in that the call day, themselves sure. journalists today don't do that. They're, 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 they'll talk about the story and then they'll offer their opinion. And to me, that's, that's wrong because now you're, 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 you're really going against the grain and there's a thing that I, I, I call journalism 101. Report the story. Do not become part of the story. And unfortunately, when you've got people like Jim Acosta, who became celebrity journalists, that's wrong on every conceivable level. Now, Ron just oh, George, said in the chat room, he said, George, the voice is an instrument. And, and, and I and and I I I I agree. Don't get me wrong. I do agree with you on that one, brother. But I never actually thought of it as such. <clears throat> you just got to know how George, to tune before, it. Well, before, mm, there, that's a story for another day. Before before yeah, I take off, um, before I take off, I wanted to show you something. Somebody put up, you know, you know the springs that are in a mattress. Somebody drove over an old mattress with their car, and you know, you know the, you know what the springs are like in a mattress. Well, the drive shaft caught it. Take look at that gun slinger. You see that? Yeah, I see that. Is that God? Somebody, damn. Can you imagine being a mechanic? At, if you being a mechanic and having somebody bring that into you to have to pick, how would you even? A pair of boat cutters. What the fuck is that? You use a pair of boat cutters and start just snipping it off. I've never. I mean, I've ran. I've had some shit wrap around a a tractor brush hog uh, drive shaft and shit like that, but that one takes. Not like that. Nope. Not like that. I don't. I never saw it. I'm showing that on the video feed now, Mike. I'm showing that on the video feed now. And. Yeah, that's like wow, man! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Fuck? It looks like it looks like somebody took a fork and spun and spaghetti on their fork. <laughs> oh my god! And and another thing that happened that uh, this came out is pretty. I think it's pretty funny. You know, Monday's going to be a hell of a day. We're going to have some good news on Monday. But uh, with Virginia. Well, you know, the governor of Virginia now declared a state of emergency, and the state police arrested four or five neo-Nazi skinhead, whatever the fuck they are, uh, wackos. And uh, as if that's going to make a difference, because it doesn't sound like they picked up the ringleaders. They picked up members that posted that they were getting ready to go, and they had 1,500 rounds of ammunition and whatever. Uh, but apparently the one of the main Democrats pushing the anti-gun shit has had so many death threats that he's going to be hiding. He's going to a safe house. So these Democrats are realizing that that was a big fucking mistake. But that is going to embolden them. Because they're going to think now they're on their cause to champion. We're championing our cause. We're, 
This is a religious thing for us. We're going to prove those evil conservatives. I don't think they're going to back down. I mean, they did back down. They took the assault weapons part off the table, but it's still, they passed four bills out of committee that are still going to go in front of the Senate for the state. So, but do you see that? That's unbelievable that this guy has to hide. I wouldn't want to be him. Was it worth it? You got a family, you got everything else. You're upsetting the balance. You're fucking with people's lives now. You're putting law-abiding citizens in the corner. You think they're not going to strike out with the, with the sentiment and the attitude that's down south? That's your ass they're going to strike out. Yeah, I mean, the, Mike, it's like I've always said, you know, actions have consequences, you know. And sadly, yeah. politicians, especially those who are anti-gunners, don't think that that applies to them. Now, the other well, article that what? I wanted to bring you – yeah, the, uh, sorry, I just thought you were done. What, News 12, Westchester, shows this mm-hmm. video. This is actual video of this guy who was released under bail reform. Now, I don't know if he did this to his girlfriend and then they arrested him or he got out and then did this again to his girlfriend after he'd been released. But they, they've got it on film. And this guy had a knife or something. It shows him tucking a knife under his sleeve or something outside, security camera, and then coming back in. These are the people that they're releasing. These are dangerous motherfuckers. I didn't read the article. I don't know what part of Westchester, but that's uh, that's our county. So, well, it's, it used to be your county. Oh, this land is your land. This I know, I know. All right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm going to show this on video feed. Uh, I'm going to advance it to I'm going to, I got to back it up here cuz uh apparently the uh so bear with me folks while I put the caught on camera here we go the guy is beating a, a woman in and in, in, in it's like this guy talk about fucking nuts he's punching yeah. her in the face and he's free. Well, I don't know. And, he, know and, he, and he got out of jail. I didn't read it, so I don't know if they arrested him a second time. And he did that after oh, he was arrested. Guy, I don't know. The guy's got a knife up his sleeve? That's what I said. That's insane. And they let him free. That is just nuts. That this guy would would be in there beating this uh, this person like this, and it did not show. I, for some reason, it did not. The, the I, I didn't switch it over. 
to show on the uh, on the feed. Uh, crap. Did the article say where this guy was from? Where that happened? No, it didn't say, but... You've got to be kidding me. People are rabid, man. This is not normal. All right, folks, you're watching on the video side. I'm gonna I'm gonna wind it back, and if I can, for some reason it's not letting me. Oh, you gotta be kidding me here. Okay. Now I got it. Well, let, me, let me move this over. Oh, you've got... What the fuck? Now, for some stupid reason, my video... My video capture... So the video capture got doubled in size. the hell switch back on thank you all right here we go i'm going to put this in motion folks look at this the guy is beating <coughs> beating on this girl and the people getting off the elevator are just they're just walking they're just leaving they're walking away and the people sitting in the chair are doing nothing well it's new york that's a tradition here in New York. You know that. That's part of our, that's how we do things. Remember that now look at this, folks. Was, up his sleeve as he picked up his backpack. And they let this son of a bitch out of jail. Yeah. Because of that bail form bullshit. Nice, huh? Unbelievable. There's another picture well, for you. I put it in. You might get a kick out of that one. There's a nice one on Pelosi. I'm always a big fan of Wizard of Oz, so that was kind of cute. But you'd have to use the Wicked Witch voice. <laughs> okay. Uh, creative. <laughs> the, guy's, the guy's name is Jay Vasquez Paulino. Uh, 
That's the guy who who did this. Okay. Uh, now they, the police said that he he is he was seen punching his girlfriend four times in a hallway, before taking a twelve inch kitchen knife from his backpack and slipping it up his sleeve. Nice. They say the Bronx man is then seen throwing a throwing a phone and kicking his girlfriend, punching her again another two times. And the Orange County District Attorney, uh, Dave Hoovler, says that Vasquez Polino was arrested and charged with four misdemeanors, but under the state's new bail reform, they were unable to protect the victim. Now, Hoover says the case spotlights a dangerous flaw in current law. No shit. shit. Hoover says despite the violent nature of the attack, more serious charges couldn't be filed because the victim only sustained minor injuries and the knife was not used. That's not the point. He was carrying a deadly weapon. He assaulted this woman... And she could she could have been seriously injured. And if he had taken that knife out of his fucking sleeve, he could have fucking killed her. And this son of a bitch is free on the streets? Yep. Welcome to fucking New York, people. Now, of course, uh, for those of you who are probably wondering, what was that picture that Mike was talking about? In regards to the Wizard of Oz, well, we're going to show you. <laughs> well, here it comes. Just when you thought it was safe to Now, if I can get the... There it goes. Okay, switching it over. Now... I'll get you, Donald Trump, and your administration, too. (laughs) Calm down, Betsy. Bennett, you have no power here. (laughs) (laughs) I I swear to God, whoever did this did a fucking... Yeah, I was always having a good time with this shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. That is just too fucking funny. Well, we are yeah. out of time here on the, on the on the show, guys. Unfortunately, we're going to get cut off of here any second. All right, talk to you In fact, later. We got seconds left. So, thanks to Mike, to uh Mark and Gunslinger, Ron Reck, Iggy Mom, Royal WC, and of course uh, uh, Stevie, and everybody that tuned in by by uh, archives and live. Thanks all for being here. We'll catch you on the next edition of Firefox News Online next week 
on the multiple broadcast platforms of the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. We're going to get cut off of Blog Talk Radio. So for blog on the Blog Talk side, good night, everyone. Gunslinger, check out the, uh, the chat room quick, FFNO. It's for you. Yeah, well. You get a laugh.